You got all the stuff pulled up? Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, yeah. Let me get a good go. Let me pull up my news. Man, like I said, I didn't have Blanchett, Idris Elba, 
Tessa Thompson, Carl Urban, Mark Ruffalo. Yeah, Carl Urban uh, was in this. That's right. Yeah. Uh, Anthony Hopkins. Yep. Uh, did I say Jeff Goldblum? No. Uh, Jeff Goldblum. Jeff Goldblum. Uh, Takawa Titi is plays. He, uh, he's that rock guy. Korg. Yeah. Is that his name? Yeah. Who was the? Did you say the name of the Valkyrie girl? Yeah, that, that's Tessa Thompson. She, okay. she was in Creed and. Uh, oh, okay. Um, and interesting enough, uh, the music was done by uh, Mark Mothersbaugh, who uh, he was the lead singer of Devo. Oh, He's really? And keyboards of Devo. Yeah. Huh. Whip it. I li- Whip it yeah, yeah, yeah. I li- Which I the like- score is one of the things I do like about the film. Yeah, like, I, do I like, like some, some of the, the sense score, that, like, yeah. 80s sounding stuff yeah. that they used on it. They do some. There's one part in particular that I thought I thought sounded very uh, Stranger Things esque. Mm hmm. That part where he's like in the chair, like oh, yeah. brought in at one point. Yeah, there's uh-huh. like a creepy kind of synth part going yeah. on. It's like, yeah, it was really good. Uh, so what did you think of the movie as a whole? No, oh, it was fine. <laughs> I wasn't yeah. a fan. Yeah, it was, it wasn't yeah. bad. <laughs> yeah, it, it was, uh, I think the only way I'm going to be able to describe it to people is that it's definitely the best Thor movie and definitely not the best Marvel movie. Absolutely. Like, that's that's really the only thing I can think of. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll get to that later. First up, the news. Yes. What do you, what do you got for news? Uh, well, I'll start with a small one first. Uh, okay. So, uh, CBS is planning a Twilight Zone <gasps> reboot. You got to it before me. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, With... And it's going to be Jordan Pill. Yes. It's going to be the showrunner on yep. it. Yep. Um, it's going to be put out by his, he's developing it for them. Uh-huh. Um, With his, by his production company, Monkey Paw Productions, I mm-hmm. think. Um, and it'll be on their streaming service. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's it. That's the only thing I'm, I'm not excited about. Which is the same thing they about. did with Star Trek. Which is the same thing they did with Star Trek Discovery. Which, yeah. from what I've been hearing, Star Trek Discovery has been really good so far. Mm-hmm. I've only seen like the half of the first episode because they pulled a bitch move and was like, "Watch the second half on our streaming." I'm like, nope, nope, <laughs> not, not paying not paying six dollars a month to yeah. watch fucking Star Wars on uh, Star, or Star Trek. Trek on a fucking like no, no, I'm not doing that. You're so. like with Star Wars, I may do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, with Star Wars, I would. I'm gonna have to do it because Disney's pulling all their shit from netflix so all the fucking marvel and star wars shit so you guys are gonna pay 300 dollars a month for all these different streaming services (laughs) at some point you think they would just like all join together like direct tv and just you pay like a flat monthly rate and have their own like channel sequence i'm I'm sure that's what they're gonna get to eventually it has to this is no way they can keep on making streaming services we're we're in the middle of the transition from cable to streaming that's all it is Mm -hmm. we're just we're stuck in the middle of it right Mm -hmm. now so but besides that unfortunate news about it being only on the uh streaming available on the streaming app jordan peele doing twilight zone will probably be incredible. Well, I mean, like, Get Out was basically Get Out a, was a big Twilight, Twilight Zone, Zone episode. episode. Yeah, 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 exactly. That's one of the things I like about it. That's what I like about uh, like Happy Death Day, too. It's just like a Twilight Zone mm-hmm. episode. Yeah, and so that's what like Get Out definitely is. And I would... He, he's shown that he absolutely has the chops to pull that off. So Yeah, for I, sure. I'd like to see him show running with, uh, with Twilight Zone. Yeah, you just go put Get Out and it's like, all right, let's just hand you project, projects at this point. Pretty much. <laughs> um, the Orville... From okay. Seth MacFarlane. Seth MacFarlane. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that got a second season, apparently. Hmm. <laughs> have you seen any of the first season yet? No, but I heard people like it better than Discovery. Really? Yeah. I have not heard that. I heard they. I heard the opposite. Really? I heard that people were like, Discovery's good. Orville's a piece of shit. Yeah. So. <laughs> well, Seth MacFarlane, I wouldn't be surprised. No, exactly. I, I haven't checked out any of it yet, but I saw that and thought that was funny. Uh, what else you got? Uh, you already, you already got the this is, this one isn't Let's like see. a big, a big 
news story. This uh-huh. is kind of like a what if, I guess. Yeah. But uh, Jason Voorhees is indeed a deadite. I saw something about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So he's uh, he's from the Evil Dead franchise. Yeah. That, that, that was supposed to reference. Basically, for those that don't know, deadites is what uh, Ash Williams fights in yeah. the Evil Dead series are mm-hmm. basically demons. People come back, possesses demons. Yeah. And Ash Williams, the hero, has to hack them up and yeah. kill them um, with his chainsaw arm and boomstick, which yes. is a shotgun and everything. <laughs> um, but I guess... I, I didn't read anything more about it, though. So Jason Voorhees is a deadite. Yeah, uh, from one director, yeah. um, Adam Marcus, who directed probably the worst Jason Was sequel. Was it G- Goes to Hell? Yeah, Jason Goes <laughs> to Hell. Where Jason yeah, isn't saw, even really in it at okay. all. He's just I, like a slug most I, of the time. That's, I, I, find, I found it really funny when I saw that article. I didn't read anything about it, uh-huh. but I had just seen Jason Goes to Hell for the first time this past weekend up it's in Tennessee. Terrible. Because for some reason, we're all sitting around, me and my buddies up in Tennessee are sitting around the TV. And you know my buddy Ed. We let Ed, for some reason, someone gave him the remote control to he the always, TV. He's usually choosing the shitty. <laughs> and he's like, oh, Jason Goes to Hell is on here? And we were like, no. No, and he's like, no, it's funny, man. It's good. It we're like, no, it no. And he just like hit it up. And it was funny. Like we all sat down yeah. and watched it, but it was it's horrible. The worst it was so fucking yeah. bad. So, it's the one at the end where like his mask is on the ground and, and like Freddy, Freddy, grabs it. Freddy grabs it and, like, and that pulls was, it down. Yeah, that was the, that was the lead up into Freddy, Freddy versus, versus Jason. Jason. But I think Jason X came out first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. Yeah. Um but yeah, I guess that when we made that, his idea was that Jason was a deadite. Okay. He, he, like that's what he wanted the the uh director adam marcus yeah and i guess that uh his quote is uh pamela Voorhees makes a deal with the devil by reading from the necronomicon to bring back her son this is why jason isn't jason he's jason plus the evil dead and now i can believe that he can go from a little boy that lives in a lake to a full-grown man in a couple of months to zombie jason to never being able to kill this guy that to me is way more interesting as a mashup and Raimi loved it so we presented to sam Raimi. Raimi really liked the idea really? yeah it's not like i could tell new line my plan to include the evil dead because they don't own the evil dead i was gonna say who yeah. owns that who owns evil dead universal i think is it universal yeah i was gonna say is it like 20th century yeah. fox or something um it may be fox i'm not quite sure um, um, so it had to be an Easter egg, and I did focus on it. There's a whole scene that includes the book, and I hope people yeah, will, the book yeah, is in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the Necronomicon they show, yeah. and you know, uh, people will get it and could figure out that's what I'm up to. So yes, uh, in my opinion, Jason Ford, he's just a dead-eyed. He's one of the Evil Dead, um, and also at the end of the movie, how he had to kill him in that movie. Yeah. They use a blade that's that just looks like the Kandaran blade that they had to is use. Is that Evil what dead that was too. supposed to be? It looks okay. like the same blade from Evil Dead too. Okay. So those are two little references, um, which is funny. Um, because even before this, like, there was a sequel to Freddy vs. Jason that came out in comic form called Freddy vs. Jason vs. Evil Dead. Yeah. And yeah, it was okay. them, yeah. or Freddy vs. Jason vs. Ash. It's it called one of those, but yeah. it's basically them fighting Ash. That, yeah. right? And they call in the book Jason and Freddy, both deadites. Huh. So. Interesting. Yeah. So to them, it's canon. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they were saying Freddy's a deadite too. Yeah, because he huh. died and came back and stuff. And Interesting. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> that's what that explains why the like we were all we were all sitting around watching uh, Jason Goes to Hell, and when the Necronomicon showed up, I was like, "That's the fucking book from Evil Dead." Yeah. <laughs> and Ed's like, "Yeah, they're just ripping off shit from other movies." I was like, "What <laughs> the fuck is that?" So that's that's cool. They that purposely now. did it. Like, I guess they yeah. want to talk to Sam Raimi first. 
That's cool. And I'm gonna have to, like, oh yeah, we love that. I'm no, gonna have to look up that article and send it to Ed because yeah. he'll he'll find that interesting. Yeah. Um. So the official cast of the whole Lion King live action film is mm-hmm. out. Mm-hmm. Let's 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 read these things off real quick. I I didn't know they were doing a live action film. Yeah. I thought it was a stage thing. No. No. It's I, just gonna be. It's gonna be like how they did Jungle Book and. Uh, Maleficent and all that shit recently. So Beauty these are the all just going to be computer generated animals. So it's going to make the... it even live action. There's no human characters in Lion yeah, King. That's what's confusing me. Yeah. So it's so they're all just playing characters of uh, animals, and it's all going to be computer generated. But it's in like the quote unquote real world. Yeah. So it's still a cartoon. Yeah. <laughs> okay. It's just CGI. As long as we got yeah, that. They are 2D. Okay, we got that out of the way. So, uh, they look realistic. Let's see. Oh, it doesn't... No, it does have the names. Okay. So, uh, Donald Glover mm-hmm. is playing Simba. Mm-hmm. Uh, Beyonce Knowles-Carter is playing Nala. Nala is the mom? No, Nala is it's Simba's... Girlfriend. Yeah, girlfriend. Okay. Or love interest. Yeah. Gotcha. Um... James Earl Jones, he's Mufasa. Returning. Yep, yeah. he did. He's the, the voice only of, returning. Yeah, exactly. Member. He did the voice of Mufasa in the original cartoon. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chwedel Ch- 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 Egio Four. <laughs> is that how you say it? Yeah, <laughs> I can't really read it. What? Chwedi? Ch- is that an I? Chwedel. Chwedel. Yeah, Egio Four. I think it's how you say it. Oh yeah, that is a J right there. Yeah, this is a weird font that they got saved as. That's yeah. that's Scar. I'll yeah. just blame on the font, sure. Uh, <laughs> From uh, Twelve Years a Slave and uh, is Doctor that Strange. He... Yeah, he's in Doctor Strange. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Um, Alfrey. Martian. What? He's in the Martian. Was he in the Martian? Yeah, he's one of the scientists in the Martian. So was Donald Glover. Hey. Yeah. Yeah. He was also. Yeah. <laughs> they they were they both worked in NASA. Mm-hmm. Um. I don't know how to say this lady's name. Afree Woodard. Alfred Woodard. Sure. She's she, in Luke Cage. She's in a, a whole bunch of stuff. Luke. It, She's Mariah and Luke Cage. Is that Luke Cage's wife? No. No, she's like the anti. She's she's oh, Cottonmouth. Well, I'm sister. thinking of the other one from the Defenders. Uh, yeah. Misty Misty Knight. Misty Knight. Yeah. That's who I'm thinking. No, of. Alfred Woodard. She's been in a hundred things. Uh, like she's in Scrooged, Scrooged, oh, and okay. other things. She's huh. been a bunch of stuff. She's been around for a long time. Gotcha. Uh, John Oliver as Zazu. <laughs> the bird. <laughs> yeah. That'll be funny. Yeah. Um, John Caney as Rafiki. He was Black Panther's dad in Civil War. Okay. Okay. And Rafiki is the monkey. Yeah, he's and, the uh, baboon. Yeah. Uh-huh. Let's see. Seth Rogen as Pumbaa. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so he'll be playing a fat warthog. Yeah. Um, Billy Eichner. Eichner as Timon. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I know him from Parks and the Recreation. Parks and Recreation. You know him from. I know from Parks and Rec and uh, Billy on the Street. Billy on the Street. His TV that's, is that's a show which is hilarious. What show is that on? Or what? Uh, uh, um, I don't is it know like what an comes IFC on. Thing or something? It was, and then went to I think streaming or like you had to buy on Amazon or something like that. Huh. But you can like just look up clips on YouTube. They have oh, like okay. a whole bunch of episodes on YouTube. Gotcha. Uh, Eric Andre is Azizi. I think that's one of the hyenas. But Eric Andre is another comedian that's really funny. Florence Kasumba and Shinzi. I think I think she's one of the chicks of Black Panther. Also, I think she, she's I think she's the bodyguard. She looks like it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Keegan Michael Key as Kamari. Oh yeah, there you go. <laughs> is that how you say Kamari? Yeah, K A M A R I. He's so he's gonna be one of the hyenas, yeah. I guess too. Uh-huh. Probably be the one that's like cracking jokes all the time. Yeah, it's like silly. I thought their names were something different. In the original. I thought like I one of them was remember. named Ed. 
Really? Yeah. <laughs> I don't. It looks I don't like remember. Bonsai something in Ed or something. I don't know. I don't remember. I don't remember, one, I, I don't remember any of their names. Yeah. So I don't know. And then uh, JD McCrary as Young Simba, and Shahidi Wright Joseph as Young Nala. And I don't know who those are. Two those. children. Yeah, yeah I, don't I don't know, know. who those kids yeah. are. Uh, but it's coming out in the summer of 2019. So we'll get okay. that in roughly a year and a half, two years, something yeah. like that. Sure. Uh, yeah, Lion King live action. That could be pretty good. It's a really <laughs> solid cast. It, it, it is. So, yeah, that'll be that'll be interesting. Why well, even hire James Earl Jones? Just rip this shit from the <laughs> just, just rip this shit from the, from the first movie, movie and just put it over it. Yeah. Uh, go ahead. You, uh, you get anything else? Uh, more stuff came out about Tarantino's ninth film, so it oh, doesn't okay. have a title right now. They're just calling it Number Nine. Oh, okay. It's just a working title but for it. But he did finish officially writing it already, hasn't he? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, right now he's looking for a new home because he publicly. Made a whole thing about you know not work because the Weinstein's have been his yeah mentors he's been, like, really for, close with him for a while ever since yeah. Miramax and through the Weinstein company they put out every one of his movies uh-huh. um so he said yeah I'm not of course not yeah. working with <laughs> like, so right now he's shopping him. around which yeah. it's Tarantino he will have he, no trouble yeah, he'll get somewhere finding a uh, a home I mean um, he won't land Disney but he'll no, get no, somewhere no, else no. <laughs> I, I think he'll probably hold out you know he, I don't know if a twenty four will put anything that big. Uh, which I'll get to yeah, in a they second. Probably, they probably wouldn't. But um, he's shopping I, I could, around. Yeah, I could see him going with someone like uh, shit, um, like New Line Cinema or something. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah. maybe twenty maybe century. But Fox. he's he's wanting a big budget for this one. Um, so he wants Fox. he wants a budget <laughs> like closer to Django Unchained, which had a pretty big budget. Okay. Um, Hateful Eight wasn't nearly that big because it didn't have the main locales. Or yeah, like that. It was the just most expensive thing was shooting on seventy millimeter. Yeah. Um, but fucking Django Unchained was in multiple places, and it was like 150 years ago, like two yeah. So like everything had to be like yeah. set up for the past. Yeah, too. specific. Yeah. Um, he's eyeing Leonardo DiCaprio now. Okay. He's another name that just got added to the people right now. He's the the people he's talking about is uh like we mentioned before, I think on episode Brad Pitt. Oh, so okay. talks with Brad Pitt. The yep. only thing that could stop that is uh him doing. World War Z two. Oh yeah, that's right. Which David Fincher is going to be directing? Yeah, I heard that. Yeah. Um, which makes me super intrigued, but super worried because yeah, because you like the book. A lot. I love that's yeah. like my favorite book of all yeah. time is World nice. War Z, and it, the movie was so fucking bad. Yeah. <laughs> um, Samuel Jackson, Leonardo DiCaprio. Um, is that for? Because uh, the ninth movie is supposed to be about the Manson family, right? Yes, but so um, is he eyeing them for Mar- or not Marilyn? Charles, Man- I don't know. I know Charles Manson. Earlier, from what I understand, he was eyeing Brad Pitt for a detective character. Okay. Um, you know, maybe, maybe uh, Leonardo DiCaprio could be Manson. Yeah. Um, I could see that, but right now, uh, Leonardo DiCaprio is supposed to be working with Martin Scorsese for H. H. Holmes movie H.H. Holmes was another serial killer wasn't he also going to be tied into the Joker thing yeah he was tied into that in some way um but uh the movie unlike what people originally were saying is that it it will be like surrounding the Manson family Mm -hmm. and stuff like that murders but it's not focused on it okay it just happens to be something kind of they say it's as much about Charles Manson as Inglorious Bastards was about Hitler oh okay so Charles Manson maybe just in two scenes and it's all yeah. it's just like everything else happens um what also came up is that it's gonna allegedly be a lot like Pulp Fiction it's gonna be just like oh okay not only will it be non-linear but it'll be like different stories that kind of just like intersect okay um yeah cause and, the Inglorious Bastard thing was like it was like uh not so much about Hitler but about the impact that he was yeah. having and everything that was going on around him yeah so, exactly you know? yeah yeah um 
he's also said that uh like well like i said um it will be a bigger budget mm-hmm. um so you just find somebody that will give him the money which he shouldn't have a problem doing um and it should it's expected to shoot in mid 2018 with a 2019 release in sight gotcha okay so uh yeah cool so that one's uh that one's picking up steam you yeah. know he won't he won't have trouble yeah, you know. he's he's not gonna. He's gotta find somebody to give him the budget. You know, as long as they give him artistic freedom to do it, and yeah, you know, that's the thing about the Weinstein Company that they were always pretty good about giving their directors, you know, <laughs> yeah, because the the owner of the company was too busy raping women. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. But they give him like a lot of creative control, no, yeah, yeah, especially yeah. like it with Mary they, Max, like with all these like up and coming no, directors. Yeah, yeah, totally. Time. Yeah, they like just let people do like whatever they want. Well, yeah, there, there's a, there seems to be a lot of creative. Uh, creative freedom yeah the, yeah absolutely they, they were taking company. all those like 90s directors like that new wave of 90s directors like tarantino or like kevin smith and soderbergh and yeah. robert rodriguez and you know uh uh link ladder and all them uh-huh. that all had these like these independent visions and kind of gave them a budget to go and bring this originality to a bigger audience yeah to a bigger yeah. market to actually do it you know and give them a lot of creative freedom in doing so yeah so you know that that really helped him like not being censored for so long he got away yeah. with so much through all you know the previous eight films that uh-huh. he wants to get into a studio probably that's going to give him just as much creative freedom definitely but I, you know, I, he's a trustworthy yeah, you know, yeah. Director, he's, he's already you know. got a lot of uh a, he's got a legacy behind him yeah. so I, he, he won't have any why, why the fuck doesn't he do his own production <laughs> why does why doesn't he just do this by himself yeah, like yeah. Just, he could he could absolutely do it I think it's like started to like a dist- uh, he needs a distributor and stuff like yeah. he's he's got he's got band apart and stuff like that he's, he has his own like oh, production yeah. stuff that's right, right but that's right. he doesn't have a distributor company yeah yeah because yeah. the band apart thing is only as like that's kind of like what the uh sanchez thing with like will ferrell it's like a smaller thing what isn't it sanchez yeah with will ferrell it's like the with the gun gets fired yeah, he puts yeah. it next to a cup of coffee yeah the coffee and the revolver what the fuck is this isn't uh, it something sanchez i think so yeah, yeah. something like that something like yeah that's his little production company and stuff yeah uh-huh. but tarantino has band apart and stuff and but he so he needs a sister come up a mother company to kind yeah. of like put his stuff out no no yeah, and, yeah and, and, and fund it yeah so yeah, absolutely um i think i only got like two more yeah like two more pieces maybe three uh night night of the living dead prequel is happening with george romero's son i don't know if he's directing it or yeah something, i think or... i felt like what, what, what i was able to gather i think he's directing it he said it will honor his father uh-huh. um but my problem is does not living dead it, what What's a prequel Night of the Living Dead? I don't know. I thought Night of Living Dead... Just people? <laughs> Just the living? Wasn't Night of the Living Dead the start? Like, they didn't know what was going on. It they was, were, yeah. They were in a graveyard, and yeah. this guy comes up and eats her brother. I mean, I guess maybe that's just one side of it. Uh, so, like, it could... Like, the thing is... So that, that still wouldn't be a prequel, then. Because mm-hmm. the thing is, is that, like... Like, there, like, there's nothing that leads up to that. So, like, a prequel would lead into that movie, and there's nothing that leads up to that. Yeah, like, Meteor Rock dropped yeah somewhere you could show something else like another story happening maybe even earlier before because there is that part where like you know i just it was halloween a couple days ago so i just went back and rewatched it again is her uh, brother or her boyfriend it's her brother yeah uh, Yeah. what the fuck's his name because her name's barbara yeah and uh he's like they're coming to get you a barbara the fuck is his name uh billy maybe yeah i don't know but uh he's so like there's a the part where they go up to because they're going up to the uh, cemetery to put the flowers like on the 
on the gravestone of like their grandfather or grandmother or some shit. Like their mom wants them to go do it all the time. Mm. So they drive up to do that. And when they're getting out of the car, there is that piece where like they, I guess they lost radio transmission at one point. Mm. So he like actually makes a comment on it and she, Barbara gets out of the car and he's in the car for like a split second after she is. And the radio comes back on and it says something about like, we're, uh, we're back from that interruption and transmission and blah, blah, blah. And he's like, Oh, the radio is back on. And then he like cuts it off and it's yeah, like, right. they're getting ready to, it sounds like they're getting ready to make an announcement. Mm-hmm. And so there could be something where like, they already know something, but Barbara and her brother didn't hear it. Cause they were right. up in the mountains going to the gravesite. So, I mean, there could be something that happens before that, but Barbara's character is like individual from like everything. Like she's separate from everything mm-hmm. else that's going on. So it wouldn't like, it won't connect Yeah, right. unless I don't know. You go with the other characters like, um, what's Dwayne, the uh, Dwayne guy, the, the main, the main black guy in mm-hmm. the movie, like maybe go with his character for some of it or mm-hmm. the douchebag white guy that's down in the basement with his family. Yeah, <laughs> like right. there's, there's other characters, so you could do something, but yeah, some, I'm not sure. Let's just focus on the, 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 the hunting, the hunting party. Oh, jeez. This is rednecks. <laughs> just going around killing zombies yeah. and black, black people. Black people. <laughs> It's like, whoops, thought they were a zombie. Oh, we thought it was a zombie. Sorry. Martial law, am I right? (laughs) Yeah, I always forget about how graphic that ending credit scene is, too, where uh, they kill the the main black Mm -hmm. guy. And uh, they go in and they just got, like, hooks. Yeah. And they're just, like, hooking it into his body and, like, dragging him out. It's like, oh, it's it's fucking horrible. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, that was kind of like, you know, George Romero had a lot of a lot of political, you know, yeah. politi- he was focused on a lot of political, you know, situations yeah. and things that were going on, you yeah. know, in America, was social the, issues and stuff like that. I think this was the first movie to like feature a black man in a predom- predominantly like primary, like yeah, character right. role. Like, yeah. yeah. Um, in, in a, in a horror movie, especially. Um, yeah. and, uh, um, but he was always a little ham-fisted still, yeah. you know, with all the stuff. Yeah. You know, just like Dawn of the Dead. It's about consumerism. It's like, yeah. no shit. Like, <laughs> of course it's about consumerism. But he was a black character, a main black character in just about all of his zombie movies. You know, oh, there's okay. Dwight in that one. There's Peter or Ken Foray's character in yeah, Dawn of the in Dead. In Day of the Dead, um, one of the main characters is a Jamaican Oh, okay. Uh, scientist. Gotcha. Um, and in Land of the Dead, there's Big Daddy, who's the black zombie. He's like the lead, like black zombie, just figures out how to use a gun and stuff like that. Uh, okay. Huh. Um, and I don't know if there's. I never finished Diary of the Dead. I didn't watch Survival of the Dead. Yeah. So I don't <laughs> Diary sucks. But those first three, <laughs> Night, Night, Dawn, and Day, <laughs> are an amazing trilogy. Yeah. Of movies. Yeah, so. I've got to. I've got to go back and finish Dawn at some point. I couldn't couldn't get into it and day i've you know i've just got to try i love i just love night so much night is by far my favorite it's it's really really good don is my favorite you have uh any other news no i think i just had those three really. okay i'll just fire off my last one real quick mm-hmm. uh breaking the superman spinoff for sci-fi channel has cast its villain did you know anything have i have i mentioned i'm pretty sure i mentioned this on the show before yeah it's called krypton it's the superman they've been developing this show for years now. yeah it's a spinoff that's going to be on sci-fi it's going to be like a hundred like centuries before like kal-el is born so it's going to be about his ancestors mm-hmm. um so uh, i'm super interested <laughs> super interested i'm super interested <laughs> in this show and apparently the villain is going to be our one of the villains is going to be none other none other than Brainiac. 
Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. He's a sentient being. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And isn't he on like a, a Kandor? Like, isn't he like a big like presence on Kandor mm-hmm. before? Like, that's one of the things he does is that like when he or some of the stories with him, when he comes to Earth, when he's at Earth, when like Superman's there, doesn't he like he remakes Kandor? And it's like yeah. a, it's the bottle city of Kandor mm-hmm. and it's like in a bottle or something. Yeah. And Superman like fights him and then gets it and like keeps it in the fortress. Yeah, of he keeps it in the fortress of in the trophy room. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Mm-hmm. Okay. I thought I thought that's somewhat what it was. I I uh not too familiar with Brainiac, but I I know of him. Yeah. So. I, I I thought they were just gonna save him for the movies, but I mean, they probably will, though. They'll probably bring him in a movie because yeah. this is just going to be... It's just like the DC stuff on uh, on CW. Like, it's just all separate because Brainiac has been... Or one of the versions of Brainiac has been in Supergirl. He's in Smallville, played by James Marsters. That's James right. Marsters, not Spike from Buffy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. I remember hearing about... I never got to that episode, but I remember hearing about that. Yeah. Yep. He's pretty good at it. That's what I hear. Mm-hmm. He's pretty good at it. <laughs> good times. Yeah. Um... So I guess we're moving on to the movie then. Great. (laughs) (laughs) So Thor Ragnarok. Um, It is the third installment in the Thor trilogy, I guess you could say. Yeah. And it is like movie number 25 for Marvel or something. Uh, I don't know know if they have it on here. I don't know. Uh, List them all off. Go. Uh, Chronological order. Iron Man. <laughs> Don't look at your collection. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Iron Man, Cobalt Hulk, Iron Man 2, Thor, Captain America, Avengers. I'm not keeping count. I'm just saying them out loud. <laughs> just get for it. Avengers. Um, Iron Man 3. Iron Man 3, Thor 2, Winter Soldier, Guardians of the Galaxy, Avengers 2. Uh, uh, what came after that? Ant-Man. Ant-Man. Uh, Civil War, Doctor Strange. Um guardians 2 uh thor ragnarok <laughs> guardians you 2. did pretty good uh, i think i think that was mostly it uh yeah. and then black panther next next year black panther yeah um so yeah this is something like 12th or 15th or i don't I know it's 16th or 17th something like sure. that um so we'll do spoil non-spoilers and then spoilers. Yeah. So I guess we could technically spoil some stuff out of this movie. Even though, as usual with Hollywood, a lot of this shit is in the trailer. Yeah, a lot so of if you've the seen the trailer, you've seen a lot of this movie. Yeah. But we'll we'll only talk about if we do say any spoilery stuff, it'll be stuff that you can see in the trailer. So like we won't give away stuff from the movie. Yes. But if it's been shown in the trailer, that's free game and we're mm-hmm. gonna we'll talk about that a little bit in non spoilers. Um so what overall, what did you what did you think? Um it was okay. <laughs> yeah, that's unfortunately that's yeah, it's just kind of kind of okay. What uh what hits for you and what misses for you on it? Um you were you it's fair to say you were really looking forward to this movie, weren't you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was also looking forward <clears> to it. <throat> I forgot but, about our I forgot our, I forgot about our bet too. Yeah, that that <laughs> just that, that <laughs> justice like We were going to do we were going to hash out more details, but basically one of the things was is we were I was in the camp of Justice League, and you were in the camp of Thor Ragnarok, mm-hmm. of which one was going to perform best in theaters. Yeah. And we didn't say anything of like, oh, just opening weekend or overall or domestic yeah, or international. Right. Like, we didn't really clarify anything. Yeah. But still, like, I'm of the opinion that Justice League will perform better. You're under the opinion that Thor Ragnarok mm-hmm. will. And it's not any indication of its performance, whether we enjoy it or yeah, not, right. because the theater that we're in mostly everyone seemed to be enjoying it yeah right. absolutely <laughs> yeah um 
Well, I mean, the budget was 100 mil, and it's already made 211.3 wow. mil. Damn. It's only been out for two and, and a half days. Jeez, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's doing, it's doing pretty good. It's only so 100 far. million, too? 180. Oh, okay. All right. So almost 200. That's that's a little bit more believable. I was like, 100 million. Because that movie had a lot of special. It, it looked good, too. A like, lot. Eh, yeah. It was just, I don't know. It just there everything. Were, I, think most, I think most of it, like the environments looked good. Yeah. There was some character stuff that looked like garbage. Yeah, there's some but, of that. But it's just like, even like the environments. It's just everything like now. It's like, I don't know. Like, I'm starting to, I haven't felt this type of superhero fatigue since avengers 2 like around that time avengers 2 came out i was feeling heavy superhero fatigue where yep. i'm just like how much longer are we gonna keep on doing this <laughs> i think yeah. i went on now and i'm like kind of looking at everything and all like the animation and all that stuff it's all like a template now where, like everything no. yeah like like this is like more colorful and vibrant than some of the other movies and stuff <laughs> like that and kind of takes you know a couple things from guardians 2 yeah and guardians 1 um but doesn't have like the creativity of those Okay. Those two, I don't think. Yeah. But like everything that Marvel Cinematic Universe puts out, all starts look looking similar and feeling the same. I, I think a lot of the problem is is that because you know we we both mentioned the term like super like comic book movie fatigue on here, and I think one of the main problems of the comic book movie stuff going on right now is so much that it's not even just really that there's a lot of comic book movies. It's that there's a lot of comic book movies, and in turn, there's a lot of Marvel movies. And you said it. You said it. I think which is exactly is what it is. Is that Marvel feels like it just has a template now. And so they create this like movie and some of them are different. Like, Oh, this one's a, like, you know, a fucking a heist movie. And this one's like a, like a military drama, whatever. And yeah, so, like, so yeah, there's like yeah. different stuff like mm-hmm. that, but overall they mostly seem to kind of have a template to them. They kind of seem to have like a checklist of like what they're going on and how they make it look and everything. And I think part of that is mainly just be like, the superhero movies are seeming like that because we almost don't have any non-Marvel superhero movies. Yeah, for sure. We've got the random stuff that's been done by like Mark Millar where it's mm. like kick ass. Mm. And then we've got the DC universe that is struggling to get its shit together. Yeah, right. And then you've got like, that's pretty much it. Like mm. you might have a random movie that comes out. That's not really about a superhero, but kind of about a superhero, yeah, right. but like not re- like it's yeah. So mm-hmm. like, Superhero movies are unfortunately all superhero movies are falling under the umbrella of like superhero movies are, are Marvel movies. Yeah, right. And so Mar- they're all becoming like the same. Right. They're just looking the same. They're playing the same. Their pacing is the same. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's a lot of the same stuff over and over again. And that's mainly because all superhero movies are basically one company right now. Yeah. So there's no diversity. In yeah. It. I don't know. Um, the movie is. I don't know. Like it's. <laughs> It it there sure are a lot of jokes. <laughs> there are. I, I don't think most of them land for me personally. They they but, don't land for me either. Like I like I mentioned to you earlier after we stepped out of the theater for this movie, it's not so much there's from my personal opinion, it's not so much that there's a lot of jokes in this movie, it's that this whole fucking movie is a joke. Yeah. Is that everything <laughs> in there is a fucking joke. <laughs> it's everything is the, in there is like meant to be like funny and like they don't take there's one or two scenes that they stop and like slow things down for a second and someone's not cracking a fucking joke. Right. And those scenes are pretty okay. Yeah. But then everything else comes back in and you have these like really like what could be very poignant, meaningful moments. And someone like makes a joke about anus 
or something. And it's like, are you fucking yeah, there's a lot. They say anus a lot in this one. <laughs> they said it a couple of times. Uh, they say it like there's, seven there's, times there's a plot point around like it. five minutes. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. The, the, <sighs> Guardians is... Uh, the Guardians Galaxy 1 2 took a chance and people loved it. Mm-hmm. But it has James Gunn's wit behind it, especially mm-hmm. with the second one. Yeah. So the first one was a step like, oh, well, this is completely different and this is funny. Oh, we can make it like, not, not, not the ones before Guardians weren't funny, like yeah, Iron yeah. Man and stuff like that. And it all had humor in it, but yeah. it's like, this is like way funnier and like goes a little bit more adult with some of its jokes and stuff like that. And then like yeah. the second one builds on that. Thor Ragnarok's like, well, let's just try, let's hire Taika Waititi. Yeah. Because he's, you know, weird and different like James Gunn. Mm-hmm. And let's have him uh, direct it and let's make it a comedy. But the problem is that... That's the thing is that this movie is a comedy. It's, Guardians, not, a, it's yeah. not a comic book action movie with humor in it. It's yeah. a fucking comedy. Gu- Guardians 1 and 2 also had James Gunn as a writer mm-hmm. and directing. So, like, the first one he co-wrote and the second one he fully wrote by himself yeah. and directed it. I think they should have had Taika Waititi write and direct instead of having three guys write jokes yeah, and stuff like, like that three other guys if you yeah. would have wrote it like he did what we do in the shadows or something like that I feel like been funnier instead of just trying to like throw the jokes at the wall and see what kind of sticks yeah there's a lot of that yeah there's, there's, there's a whole lot um <laughs> but, but like movie. everything like guardians and i hate compared to guardians but they're real that, similar because they're both feels, like space yeah, adventures yeah, yeah, yeah. and comedies but like guardians 2 was such a step like in the right direction for marvel in general uh-huh not only um, in, like, the humor and weirdness and comic book feel, everything was bright and vibrant and, like, even, you know, spoilers, I guess, you know, there's probably they fight a giant brain and stuff <laughs> yeah. like that. It's, like, really comic booky. <laughs> yeah. But, like, even with, like, the villain, the uh-huh. villain had a motivation and he had, you know, layers to him. There's yeah. a reason. And this movie detracts, again, to having a villain that doesn't mean anything. It's yeah. just another punch-a-thon with this villain that who gives a fuck yeah. like <laughs> you exactly know it has no who gives a fuck villain which marvel has always had our problem with yeah. it reminded me a lot of uh ronin in the first guardians oh okay. we're just like angry kill person yeah. villain like yeah. who gives a fuck like i don't care <laughs> um and also guardians also in has step in guardians 2 um where it would have a serious moment to do with a joke uh-huh like break it up but it was cleverly done yeah at guardians but, but you just too. said it too they yeah. break it up yeah, it's like they it have a serious thing going and then they lighten it up with a joke and this movie they almost never stay in serious mode no. to make the joke get lightened up it's kind of like it's kind of like how a lot of people it's the opposite of what a lot of people complain about with the dc universe like before like wonder woman and kind of suicide squad so like the bbs and man of steel stuff but that it was like too dark and it was too sad and too somber and there wasn't enough humor and so it's like it's that same kind of argument where it's like if you have too much of this and you don't have the other thing to balance it out then you just get smothered in the one thing and people usually don't like that right you have to have a balance of the two and so Mm -hmm. this one is the i would say this thor ragnarok is the polar opposite of bbs but like not in a good way that people want it to be because it's like, it's like, they're just making jokes all the time. There's just joke after joke after joke. And like it, it really, I was trying to justify it in my head where like maybe some of Tony Stark is just rubbed off on Thor. Maybe that's why he's like, he is right now. 
but like it wasn't making sense. Like some of it was making sense with like Loki. There was like jokes with Loki where he'd like see something and be like, nope, and like do this, and you're like, ah, oh, okay. yeah, that's, that's, that's jokey, yeah. yeah. So or that, that's that's Loki. I mean, you get it. And then uh, Jeff Goldblum's character, the uh, Grandmaster, yeah, Grandmaster, he was, mm-hmm. he was cool. Like he had a couple of like, moments. Goldblum, and, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It was just Jeff Goldblum. Yeah. Uh, he had some funny moments, and it was a character I didn't really know. So I was like, oh, okay, this is cool. Like seeing this new person here. But other than that, it was just constant constant jokes going on that's a lot it drowned me i couldn't do it yeah thor is uh he's he's all about the yucks now yeah (laughs) like i get he's dumb and he's a fish out of water kind of you know well that's how it was in the first one is that he was like but he still is he's like throwing down a beer mug and he's like another and he's like wanting another drink and in this one he's just like he's it feels like he's in on the joke now that's what it is. But that's it does what it because they still want to play because like he's like, oh, he's a friend for work. Like he looks at the Avengers like, oh, this is my job. Like he's still like fish out of water type mentality. It, it, it didn't feel like, you know, like I thought like, that was just like another bit that he was doing. Yeah. Like I knew that he was like, yeah, I know Hulk, like whatever. But yeah. it's like, you know, like, oh, it's a friend from work. Like I know he's like looking at it as like a job or whatever, mm-hmm. but I thought that was like kind of the joke of it. Is yeah. That, yeah. Like, I mean, it's a joke, but I mean, I don't think that he meant it as a joke. I felt like he was just saying it like naivety. Okay. Yeah, you know, I, I get that. Yeah. 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 Um, but I, I guess maybe besides maybe besides that point, then it feels it just feels like he's in on a lot of stuff. Yeah. Like like the opening scene where you have him and the whatever the monster thing is. This isn't really a spoiler. It's in the first ten minutes of the movie. Serta. Uh, Serta. Is that what Serta. it's called? Serta. Yeah. Serta. Sleep Serta. mattress. This is an ad. It's Clancy for Brown. <laughs> it's Clancy Brown. Clancy Brown did the voice for him. Who's that? Clancy Brown. He did Lex Luthor's voice. He's a voice actor. Oh. Actor. He did oh, Lex okay. Luthor's voice in Superman made gotcha. series in Justice League. Oh, okay. He did Mr. Krabs and SpongeBob. Really? He was in, <laughs> he's in Daredevil season two. He was he was the 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 uh, spoilers for Daredevil season two. He's the the uh, commanding officer of Frank Castle, the one that. Huh had a spell oh, okay. and stuff like that he's been highlander he's been a whole lot of stuff gotcha but he does a lot of voice a very distinct voice and very he does robust. the voice for this guy then Sur- yeah Sir mm-hmm. okay so there's an opening joke in the movie that isn't bad and i thought mm-hmm. at first i thought thor was doing like narration like direct like talking to the audience and i was like oh man they, the fourth yeah wall. i was like did they do a complete dead bull is he like talking to the audience now yeah, like right. what's going on and then you find out it's something else and you're like oh okay but then he ends up talking to Surter, and it's that whole fucking joke where Surter's like super serious, and he's like, "I'm going to go to Asgard, blah blah blah." And Thor is like chained up, like hanging on a chain, and he like spins around. And he's like, "Hold up, he's hold rotating. up, wait a second. Yeah, because yeah, he's like rotating. He's like, "Hang on a second, sorry." And like he comes back around. He's like, "He's like, hang on, I'm coming back around." Okay, what were you saying? Like when he's facing them again, yeah. and I was like. Like he's that like that moment for me it was just like Uh-oh. he's not out of this now like yeah. he's he's in on it like he gets it right and he's uh-huh. he's like joking with it now yeah, and that yeah. kind of ruined it for me because it was like like it was a funny joke it just maybe maybe it just doesn't make sense with doors because I don't know with Spider Man Homecoming I was cracking up yeah Spider Man Homecoming it's is actually funny. yeah it's yeah. like really funny and mm-hmm. has a lot of stuff going Guardians on Guardians Two is really funny Guardians Two is really funny too and yeah. maybe it's like part of the comedy with it is that maybe it's just the characters seem like they're made for that thing. And Thor out of not even just his own movies, but even the other shared stuff that he's been in has not seemed like he's been this kind of character. No. Like the closest he came was in, uh, was in Avengers, the first Avengers movie mm-hmm. where he makes the adopted joke. Where yeah. They talk about Loki yeah, and they're adopted. like, he's your brother. And he's like, well, he's adopted. So yeah, like, right. there's that joke. And then there's the other one. And, uh, shit what is it avengers 2 yeah yeah yeah. where they're doing the um 
where they're like all doing the hammer scene, like at the table, and they're all trying to pick up the hammer, and Captain America comes like really close to it, yeah, and he's like, oh, like oh. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and then he like doesn't move it, and Thor's like, yeah, not even close. Yeah. <laughs> it like blows it off. Like yeah. there's a couple of moments. Like yeah. Thor has his moments where he has jokes, and those are good. Mm-hmm. But this was a whole fucking movie of it, and I don't know where it came from. Yeah, and it just it feels so out of place. And maybe like, what do you think? Maybe it's like well, the director from, or from something. What I, or? From I understand is that. Um, it was so like it was borderline slapstick. Well, yeah, I, c- I couldn't get behind it. There was supposed to be as much comedy, uh, from what I didn't read the whole article, but uh, I guess because of Ghostbusters, they decided to put more comedy in there because how Chris Hemsworth was in the Ghostbusters reboot. Oh, okay, he was yeah, he was solid. Yeah, so okay. we're like, oh, well, but that's got, Chris, got... Chris Hemsworth. That's not Thor. Yeah, it's... they're like, oh, you have comedy chops. Let's put more. <laughs> let's give you more jokes. Let's give so, you all so, kinds of jokes. So they made the comedy decision based on the actor and not the character. Yeah, that is the stupidest fucking thing yep. I've ever heard in my life. Yep. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um. So okay. and I think they were like, oh yeah, Taika Waititi. You know, like you did what we do in the shadows and work with Father Concords and all yeah. this stuff. So. You're a comedy director. Let's give you a bunch of comedy to do. Uh, Some of it's like legitimately funny, but there's really not that much no, in it that uh-uh. actually is. No, I didn't. I, I didn't really laugh out loud for like anything. I had a, um, I had like a couple of laughs, and that was it. Yeah. And most of the big laughs that I thought were going to be really funny were given away in the trailer. There's that one where, uh, like, it's Thor and like Thor and Hulk or Bruce Banner have a good couple of jokes. There's like one where he's like. Uh, Thor's like, did I, or he's telling them that he was like, he's like, you were locked up here. You were as the Hulk and we had a fight and Bruce is like, Oh, did I win? And he's like, no, I won easily. <laughs> it's like, that doesn't sound right. He's like, yeah, it happens. <laughs> like yeah. there's that joke. And then there's the other one where he's joking around with uh Hulk and he's like, <laughs> and Hulk's like, uh, we both like a uh, uh, Hulk like fire. And then Thor's like, we're both like fire. And he's like, but Hulk like raging fire yeah. <laughs> or like puny fire yeah you're smoldering yeah fire. like smoldering fire like there's a couple uh-huh. of like decent jokes and i probably would have laughed more in them if it wasn't for the fact that i'd already seen that in the trailer yeah, and been like right. ha, that's a good one but then it's in the movie and you're like oh well i've already there's there's a lot of this movie that's in the trailer yeah it's, as, as, as most things are now yeah and that's one of the one of my biggest gripes with it was uh they gave away the hulk thing which i can understand like you know it might be kind of hard to not give that away, but they write the movie. You can tell in the plotting of the movie, you can tell that it was supposed to be a surprise. Mm-hmm. The way they're talking about it, they're talking about a champion. Like Thor ends up on this planet. Sir. Sakar. He ends up on this planet and they're like, he gets taken prisoner and they're like, we're going to have you fighting a gladiator style thing. And you're going to fight against the champion, the grandmaster's champion. No one's beat the champion. You're going to fight against the champion. Mm-hmm. You're probably going to die, but you're going to fight against the champion. Right. It's like all this stuff. And he's like, all right, I'm going to get ready for it. And you, this whole entire time, like the whole entire time, the audience is supposed to be wondering who the champion is. Mm-hmm. And if we hadn't seen Thor in the marketing material, I highly doubt, like I would have guessed it was Thor or not Thor, but Hulk. Hulk. A lot of people like probably like there's a lot of hardcore comic book fans that probably would have guessed it been like, oh, the last time we saw Hulk, he was in the Quinjet flying off from Avengers 2. Mm-hmm. So he's probably in space and he probably landed up here. Like a, a lot of people probably could have put it together. Right. But still, like, I don't think I would have. And the movie, you can tell by how they're presenting it in the movie. You were not supposed to know that was. Hulk. Yeah, right. And like he busts out and they're like the incredible. And then like he busts through the door yeah, Hulk, and it's Hulk uh-huh. and it's like you're not supposed to know this yeah. and like everyone already knows this and it, 
It killed it for me. I would have enjoyed the movie probably like at least 50% more if I would have not known the whole marketing it, marketing does that marketing definitely but instead does you get another character thrown in there that was completely unneeded what's that Doctor Strange yeah in the you, beginning did you know he was going to be in it because yeah. I, I heard okay I heard that he was going to be in yeah. it so. yeah I heard he was going to be in it also because yeah. that last the last scene in uh like the mid credit sequence of Doctor Strange. What happens? It, I can't remember. It's the exact same scene as like that part where he's like sitting there when oh, Thor's sitting with the beer and he keeps on refilling it. Oh, okay. Yeah, that, that's at the end of I Doctor don't, Strange. I watching that. Yeah, because I, I saw Doctor Strange on that. The first half of this movie is a fucking mess. Yeah. Um It's 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 <laughs> choppily written, choppily edited. They they introduce things just to like get him the fuck out of the way yeah and dr strange is only in there for exposition he's dr he, exposition no, in this movie absolutely no reason that's for all him he's to in the, be yeah. there he's just, there and he's just like oh this and like explains it to him and then like bye it's shit like that is why edgar wright left you one think? one of the reasons he left because because one of his one of the problems he had uh-huh. was that they wanted him to like put shit into his movie oh, okay like, yeah you had to have this character or this yeah. many characters make an appearance or whatever. Yeah, because it's not just a Thor movie; it's a Marvel. Yeah, movie, so yeah, exactly. You have to have other like, stuff but it feels like, like it was like we're gonna have Hulk in it. Like we don't need this Doctor Strange cameo. And how yeah. that whole scene was edited, like I got what they were doing. Like, yeah, he keeps on teleporting. It was supposed to be, like, but it was really choppy, and, and they, yeah. I don't think they were putting the point across enough, or like yeah. visually, we're just like, well, okay, this is just like this yeah. doesn't flow very well. Um, they could have taken that part out. Uh, there's four characters that were characters in the previous two films that die within that just 15 get fucking killed. <laughs> there's a, there's one, two. There's one, one doesn't even show up though. She's not in it anymore. Like what happened no, to her? I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, she's Sif? gone. I don't, yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't say it. But I mean, uh, spoilers. This is the first 30 minutes of the movie. Yeah. So fast forward a few minutes if you don't hear who dies. <laughs> just skip forward. Um, uh, but three, two, one. Uh, Odin dies. Yep. He just. The, I liked that one though. I it, liked how Odin. Yeah, it's fine. Okay. It, it, it didn't really affect me at all. They like yeah. they're talking. He just like joins, you know. He just kind of disintegrates. I, th- I think the main reason I like it is because it's the actual slow, nice part of the movie yeah. instead of everyone cracking fucking jokes. Yeah, right. So it was like a calm down. But yeah, yeah. sorry. Go ahead. Well, they just like get the hell away, and then they kill the warriors. Three or the other three people kill two of yep. them. They kill them. With, they don't even have a fucking line. They're yeah. just standing there. Yeah. And they just get stabbed through, bop, 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 which I fast. thought was like pretty abrupt. Like I thought it was a ballsy move to say to come in there, ballsy, and be like, bam, bam. But like it didn't. So, yeah, it's just like, oh, you remember these characters were building for the other two films? All right, fuck them. Yep. Like, <laughs> yeah. shit. And then yeah. they have the other one gets killed like a few minutes later, mm-hmm. and he has two lines. Yeah, <laughs> and then he gets killed. And he actually leads like the army for a second. Too. Yeah, he's like leading it against uh, Hella. Is that her name? Hella. Hella. Okay. Yeah, Hella. The Kate, uh, Kate Blanchett's character. Kate, the Kate Blanchett. Hella. Um. The uh, goddess of death. Yeah. Um, Thor's older, Thor and Loki's elder she sister. Is El- she is Odin's eldest. Yeah. Yep. Uh, firstborn. Um, but yeah, kill the kill. You know all these characters, whatever. It's just like let's get the fuck out of the way. All right, wow. we're done. Um, and then like everything else throughout it, it's just like it's just so choppy. Everything like it is, especially like the Doctor Strange scene. Like that doesn't even need to be in there. They could have found out some yeah. other way to get to Odin. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, use use the fucking Rainbow Bridge. You can see everything. Yeah, <laughs> like get a uh, get homeboy up there to, to like he can see everything. Yeah, just get the executioner to point you to in the right it. direction. Yeah. <laughs> um, which Carl Urban was fine, I guess. And yeah, 
I, I just wasn't a fan of the comedy that was going on right there. No. Like when Thor comes back and like the dragon heads behind them, I'm like, what? Yeah, I don't on. like that. But like, I like the shake weight stuff. Yeah, um, when he has like the shake weight, <laughs> he is like, these are all my trophies. Like, I just like a scooter, and, yeah. like a shake weight, and like M16s and stuff. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, but yeah, the villains. Who gives a fuck about her? She wants Asgard. And she, she wants to kill... Like, I don't even know why she wants Asgard. <laughs> so let's go ahead and... Uh, yeah, let's... Fuck it. Let's go ahead and get into the spoilers then. Uh, before spoilers, I guess, though, would you you recommend this movie? Mm. Tell, tell someone to go watch it? Like, I mean, if you've already seen all the other Marvel movies, might as well go. Well, and, yeah. <laughs> go and see. I mean, you know, the comedy may be for other people. You yeah. know, it's just... It, just, you know. it, it, it certainly seemed to be for most of the audience that we were with. And I, I was, I was just so, I was, I've been looking forward to this movie for a while. Mm-hmm. And like, I, I was just so surprised that I just wasn't laughing at like anything. And like 90% of the other people in the theater were dying. Yeah. And I was like, am I missing something here? <laughs> like what's yeah, going right. on? Like it was, it was weird. Yeah. I, I, I share the same sentiment. If you've, it's a fucking Marvel movie. Just, I guess go see it because you've seen all the other ones. That's a terrible thing to be like also (laughs) where it's like you've already seen it so go see it again because like if you keep on giving them your money then they're going to keep on just turning them out anyways. (laughs) But um, Um, but yeah, spoilers. So you ready for spoilers? Yeah. Okay. Um, So Hela, the goddess of death, is trying to take over Asgard and Thor and Loki get fucked up because they meet her on Earth and so they get fucked up on the way back and she ends up in Asgard, but they fall out of the, what's it called? The, the rainbow bridge. The bit Bifrost. Bifrost. Bifrost thing, yeah. <clears throat> so they fall out of that, and they end up on Sakar. Sakar. And they end up there separately, so they don't know they're there, and then they fight and escape. Well, and... he had been there longer because I guess time. Yeah, yeah, he had been there longer. Because he got knocked out first Yeah, from the bridge. So, like... The time was different there. Yeah, or two so, weeks longer. Than yeah, he had Thor. been there a little bit longer. Because uh-huh. Thor was like, "Yeah, I just got, I just got here." And Thor was like, or Loki's like, "No, I've been here for a while." And they get together and go back to Asgard, where like Hela's just fucking shit up, mm-hmm. <laughs> and they fight her. And like, why was the movie even? I get, <laughs> I get why the movie's called Thor Ragnarok, but it's like, it shouldn't have been called Thor Ragnarok. Because, like, Ragnarok comes back. At the end, they, they're like, we weren't supposed to prevent Ragnarok, Ragnarok, but to start it. Yeah. And so, like, they that's the only way, only way they can defeat Hela. Because Hela is fucking shit up at Asgard. And Thor learns from his dead father that he's like, Asgard isn't the place, it's the people. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like that whole church thing. It's like, church isn't a building. It's, yeah. it's the people it's around the you. Yeah. yeah. So, like, it was this whole thing where it's like, all right, let's bring in one ship mm-hmm. and get all of these people from Asgard. That's a big ship. <laughs> that was like my main problem at the end of the movie. They like all these people like running out of this huge Asgard place mm-hmm. and they all get on like one ship. I'm yep. like, what the what? Yeah. Is there only like a hundred people living in Asgard? Like what's going on? Yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, they get on the ship and they fly away and they cause Ragnarok, Ragnarok to happen, and so it's like the end of days. And they resurrect. They resurrect Surtur. Yeah, because they have his like helmet from earlier. So they resurrect him, and bam, Hella, Hella died, didn't she? Yeah, she he, was he there. Smashes her. He, okay, I hope so. Because God, you know, I hated you know. that fucking joke with Hulk. He's like smashing into 
Surter. Surter. He's like, oh, it's a big monster. Oh, it's a big monster. I gotta find him. It's like, no, Hulk. Let's go for one once in your life. Don't Hulk smash. And yeah. they, fucking hey. <laughs> Jesus like, Christ. Oh, okay. God. So fucking bad. And everybody in the theater's like, ha, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. I guess we just didn't, we just didn't get it. <laughs> um, so yeah, Odin dies. Thor is now the official ruler of Asgard. He has an eye patch now. He has his eye sliced out, his, which I was fine with. I, I, didn't, I didn't think it, I didn't think it looked bad. I, I thought was it looked at, distractingly shitty. Really, mm. I, I didn't. I thought the wolf looked bad. The, the when, they, sho- looked when they showed the big wolf that Hela was with, I was like, God damn, that's a bad like CGI monster. But the eye, the eye thing didn't really distract because it was just like black. Like there wasn't anything. That's the problem. Really... It was, it's like it's like if you're drawing something, it's like black and white, right? Yeah. And you make one piece too black. Your eye is always automatically attracted to okay. the darker part of yeah. it, you and know, because so since... it doesn't blend. Yeah. So it looks just like a big black stain on his face with some red at the ends. Hmm. So it's like a big black hole in his, in the middle of his face. So like while he's talking, something just keep on like looking at his eye, where I'm like, gotcha. God, that looks really bad. So they should just like make up. But I guess they like could... done done like the Rocky Balboa makeup. <laughs> but I guess they couldn't like they couldn't make it that gory because it's like you know a kid's family Marvel movie. Like, well, I mean like Rocky Balboa is PG thirteen. You can like they they cut his fucking eye out. But that's from like <laughs> the seventies. Come has, on, he has a goddamn hole that's, in his eye. That's from listen. We've already been over the fact that older movies didn't give a shit about damage. Yeah, but the I mean kids. they could they could still so put like, like they don't have to put a hole there. Like like. <laughs> If you see like where a person actually loses their eye or yeah. something like that, it's usually their lid kind of like slumps, oh, okay. slumps yeah. over yeah, it. Yeah, that would have been. You know fun. what I yeah, mean? Like yeah. they're so they should have like had him hit and then like done the makeup effect where it's like swollen and his okay. like lid is over the hole okay. and stuff. That you know? Been, yeah. Instead, they just put a big black fucking hole. Yeah, because his eye gets like his, completely knocked yeah, out his, or something. It's, yeah, it, I, I I get your point. Yeah. It, just, it just didn't distract me as much. I guess. So. Yeah. And I, I like that it was. I like that it actually like he got damaged because that that's one thing I got pissed off about in uh, Thor: The Dark World is where they pull that trick where like his hand gets cut off mm-hmm. and I was like oh shit Thor just got his hand cut off yeah. that's crazy and then it was like Loki like doing something and I was like oh that's mm-hmm. fucking stupid yeah and so like in this one I was glad that it was like oh Thor just got fucked up and this isn't the trick like yeah, he just got right. fucked up uh-huh. so I I guess since I liked it so much I mm-hmm. didn't really pay attention to the to the thing but mm-hmm. i mean overall like the special effects were just like you can tell every piece of world they're in on this set is completely fake like everything and that that's it's, it's a almost it's almost prequel uh, yeah. star wars prequel almost yeah, yeah it's like there's, there's some actual sets but not a whole lot there's some good like i also i was telling you earlier one of my favorite scenes in the movie and it's just like a flashback scene too it isn't anything really that big but the uh girl uh hunter or whatever like 142 valkyrie yeah we end up finding out that she's valkyrie which is like this thing from asgard and they're like warriors and stuff and it shows like she's here on sir sakar sakar you go mixing up sir yeah Sakaar. exactly i keep on mixing them up so it's like she's on sakar and she's like hunting people and like bringing them in so for like the grandmaster and stuff and she uh you end up finding out she was she's an asgardian too and she was on asgard she was part of the valkyrie and uh when odin and hella were there 
Hela was fucking shit up and the Valkyrie was trying to stop her mm-hmm. and they weren't able to. So she just like, what did she do? She fled to somewhere else and she just ended up on. Yeah. She's the last surviving. Yeah. She's Valkyrie a, she's, she's the last surviving. Kinda, I just didn't catch how she, she just like, kind of turned to an alcoholic and yeah. been like going around just odd jobbing it, yeah, I guess. Exactly. So she's been there, but like there's a really cool scene where it shows like the last battle kind of, mm-hmm. and like all the Valkyrie are coming on like fucking Pegasus yeah. and like Pegasi, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Plural, whatever it is. They're all coming on like Pegasus pegasi and like uh hella is just like throwing like doing her blade throwing yeah, things she that's does. her that's her thing that's her that she should be the goddess blades. of death or a goddess of sharp objects yeah ex- <laughs> i guess because there's a part of the end of the movie where she like stabs a boat with like a rock that she brings out of the ocean. it's a big blade also <laughs> it's like all right i guess uh. that's her superpower but she like does that that scene looks so fucking metal because it's, it's just this, like this whole fucking army of like soldiers with swords in the back of like flying Pegasus. And they're all women. And they're all just, yeah, they're all women. And they're all just like flying down with their swords and they're like coming down and hell is like looking up. And there's a really beautiful uh, color contrast with that too, mm-hmm. because the sun's breaking behind the clouds and they're all the Valkyrie are in like white and hell is in black, mm-hmm. which is, you know, super on the nose, but it still looks really good, <laughs> but it looks really awesome. And that like, is unfortunately one of the coolest looking things in the movie. Like, yeah. There's, there's some other stuff when they're on Sitar, 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 <laughs> when they're on Sakar, like everything is really eighties, but <laughs> that's kind of it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Um, that one joke was kind of funny where Thor was like in the room and he's like, he's like, yeah, and everything on Asgard is gold. Not this, red and white stuff here pick a color come red on and he color. like points at the room it's like yeah. all red and white um yeah i i wasn't a fan that uh, i already told you i wasn't a fan they used the immigrant song twice yeah in the movie yeah. they should just use it near the end but instead yeah. they use it at the very beginning where it really wasn't needed and yeah it's again at the end yeah it is used in the beginning and yeah it's like whatever i i, I liked it at the end I, I forgot that they used it at the beginning yeah. but i liked it at the end because i was just like Listen, if you're going to have an awesome fight scene with like Led Zeppelin blaring, yeah. I'm completely yeah, fine. Yeah, you already with put the that. money in for Led Zeppelin. You're going to use the song. <laughs> you got to go ahead and use it. But I it's guess. like, you know, Guardians of the Galaxy 2, they use the same song twice, but both times they use it actually amplify the scene. Which one is it? They, they use. Um, it's a. Uh, they use the Fleetwood Mac song. Yeah. Um, Ch- uh, the Chain. Is that what? I thought it was yeah. the other one. It was the. Uh... And if you left me now. Never love me again. What's the other one then, where it's uh, his mom's name? Oh, oh, uh, they is only it, use that once. Is it only once? Yeah, it's it's not it's not her name. It's um, because it's, uh, it's Brandy. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like uh, Kurt Russell's coming in and he's yeah. like talking to ego. Is coming in. And he's yeah. like seeing, he's uh, like saying the lyrics while the song's yeah, playing. Yeah, yeah. Did they not use it again? I thought they only used it for that it, scene. It might be. Yeah. Maybe. I can't remember. Yeah, but they, they use that Fleetwood Mac song twice. They use the chain twice. They oh, use okay. it whenever Star-Lord and Rocket against that argument after they crash. Oh, okay. And they like, they all leave Rocket yeah, like, while Rocket's fixing. Like, the, yeah, yeah. yeah, that's right. And Where do then, they use it again? And then they use it again whenever uh, Chris Pratt or Star-Lord fights Ego whenever they're charged. When he goes, he tackles them. After, is that playing again there? Yeah, it plays oh, again. Okay. Everyone's like, you killed my mom. Yeah. And he, like, and he tackles them and they play the song again. I okay. Think. Yeah. I, I didn't remember it right then, but I'll take your word for it. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you pay for the songs, I guess. But you get also your... James Gunn writes, like we said before, writes his, you know, movies around the soundtrack. Around, like, like, it's like, okay, stuff. let me write this into this scene yeah. specifically instead of yeah, just exactly. throwing it in. Yeah. 
but it kind of feels like they just like, oh yeah, this song, this is Valhalla in it. Yeah. Fuck it, let's put it everywhere. <laughs> it's a kind of like Viking-esque yeah. song. Which I like Led Zeppelin. So. I mean, something against oh, Led yeah, Zeppelin, yeah. but uh, it's just it's like, just let's use it twice. It yeah. Yeah. Um, what else? How'd you like Hulk and Thor's? You think it was a good buddy team up, buddy road yeah, movie team up? I like their thing. I like I like the joke that Thor has where he's like, the first time he's talking the that I keep on coming back to I like the joke here or I like the joke there. Like there's a couple of jokes that I liked, but that's like yeah, because the movie is nothing but jokes. So of course there's gonna be at least a couple that I like. Yeah, right. But uh, there's the one where he's like talking to Hulk and he's like. And uh, Hulk is like, you like, you like Banner. And, and Thor is like, no, I don't like Banner. Banner's a nerd and he's all numbers and everything. It's like, I like Hulk. Me and you are like awesome together. Uh-huh. And then later on when he's Banner, he's like, no, I like, I like Banner. I don't like Hulk. Hulk's all smash and whatever. And like, so he's talking to both parts of it. Yeah. And uh, I, so I, I like their chemistry. You know, I always like their chemistry. I like their chemistry all the way back from the first, Avengers. the very first Avengers with the very first joke where they both uh, take down one of the uh, fucking things whatever it's called mm-hmm. the chitauri mm-hmm. they take down the chitauri thing and they're both just standing there and hulk like punches them yeah like, right. yeah it's funny like yeah I've, I've been a fan of them since back in the day the only thing i didn't like and it wasn't really about thor but it was about hulk was the fact that they drop a huge bomb in the movie where they're just like hey you've been hulk for two years like of course like are you okay like things are going to be weird and like i love that like Bruce Banner is freaking out about it. That he's like, I've been like, what are you talking about? Like what's going on with like, yeah. what's going on with this? What's going on with like, we saved like S- Sokovia or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he's like, he's like, dude, what are ago. you talking about, man? Mm-hmm. Like we've, yeah. And so I love that there have been repercussions to him being gone for so long. Cause it's not even the fact that <clears throat> Hulk's been out of here. It's the fact that he's been the Hulk the whole time. Right. And so I really like that. What I don't like is how they were like, they made it seem like there was going to be these huge repercussions of being the Hulk again, where he's like, he's like, it, it was like you, he makes a metaphor to it. Um, where he, or a simile where he's like, when I'm the Hulk, it's usually like, I've got my hand on the wheel and Hulk's got his hand on the wheel. But this past time when I was the Hulk for two years, it's like he was driving and I was locked up in the trunk. Right. And I really like that simile. The only problem with it is, is he's like, he says immediately after that, he's like, if I become Hulk again, there's a good possibility, like, there's a strong possibility I will not become Bruce Banner. Like, mm. I'll be stuck that way, and I'll become Bruce Banner. And that's, like, all there is to it. Yeah, like, that's right. all they say. Like, then later on in the movie, they make a joke out of him becoming the Hulk again. Yeah. And it doesn't fucking matter. Yeah, right. Like, he's just, like, it's the Hulk, and then he's, like, Bruce Banner again. Yeah. They make this huge, awesome point of being, like this thing is not only something where you lose control when you're not yourself, but there are huge repercussions where it could fuck you up and mm-hmm. actually kill Bruce Banner. They make a huge scene of it. Yeah. Right. And then later on when he transfers, transforms into Hulk again, he matter. jumps out of a spaceship yeah. and fucking eats shit when he lands on the bridge. Yeah. Which and everyone like, yeah, which he's a fucking human. It's just yeah. kill him. And like everyone cracks up laughing and then he becomes the Hulk. And it's like, no, no, no. This moment should have a lot more weight to it because there's a if if anyone remembers from thirty minutes earlier, there's a good chance he won't become Bruce Banner again after this. Yeah, right. And they just fucking play it off. Yeah. And it's uh, that's well, I guess it that, shouldn't kill him because he did say in Avengers one where he tried to shoot himself in the mouth. He said he's like I tried to commit suicide. I shot myself in the mouth. Okay. And that, Hulk just spit the bullet. That out, part so, makes sense. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. That part makes sense. Mm-hmm. So I'll go ahead and let that pass. Yeah. My main problem with it, though, is mm-hmm. the fact that they make this whole deal. Oh, yeah, no, no, I completely yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I just remembered, like, but yeah, that, that's a good like, point. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, so I guess even when he is in human form, 
he uh is everything okay i hit the cord okay we're good all right uh yeah i guess that does make yeah because even in human form i guess he does have that resiliency where he won't so i get that yeah but no it was just like 30 minutes earlier where he was like if i become the hulk again and then he fucking it's like yeah let's go and get those yucks yeah let's get those yuck yucks in let's hulk smash again they're supposed to be like like, this supposed to be the first part of a three movie arc for the hulk from what that's I what i've heard i yeah. guess it's gonna be this the avengers Cause movie and yeah because there's not gonna be a hulk movie but yeah. hulk's gonna have a story in it because it's all like, stuck in all of that bullshit with universal and yeah yeah so rights like, they don't want to pay them out at all even yeah. though disney should just, yeah <laughs> you're fucking disney just give them the money yeah. you're gonna make it all just back with give one them movie money, take it and fucking yeah you'll make it all back yeah not even just with marvel you're putting out star wars movies every year you'll make the fucking money yeah. back fuck both those you're disney world <laughs> are you shitting me <laughs> you had the money to just buy marvel and star wars for billions <laughs> yeah and they're like oh we don't want to buy the hulk yet. yeah but no apparently he is supposed to have like a three or four movie like arc that, this is gonna be the hulk the whole time the i whole guess time. i don't know <laughs> i'm sure it's, mark ruffalo's gonna love that just being it, in a dot suit the whole <laughs> yeah. time and it's never gonna come back either they have this awesome moment where he's like if i become the hulk again, and it's never gonna admit, that's what kills me yeah that, so they're gonna do more of that force romance with uh scarlett johansson see i don't think it's that force i actually kind of like it, it i'm okay with nowhere. it it does yeah. but I'm, I'm okay with it because they like, especially the part where it's like, she's helping him calm down. And she's like, it's getting real. The sun's getting down. a bunch down. of jokes with that. In this Jesus one. Christ. Thor, Thor would not shut up with that. Yeah. It, was, it was bad. I did. I did like that joke where like, he's trying to do it in the stadium and Hulk's looking at him and then just grabs him and smashes him. Yeah. And I Loki, knew that was kind of like, and Loki's like that's how that feels. Yeah. Like, I, I, like that. I like that whole part. I like th- those different parts. What if, uh, Loki's reaction shots. Yeah. You know, like the Hulk where he's just like, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. He's like, I need to get off this planet. <laughs> or even before then, whenever he's still disguised as Odin. Yeah. And like Thor's like, oh, yeah. It's like Loki. It's like, well, I mean, Loki's like way uglier and blah, blah, blah. And he's just like, shows like him as Odin, like giving that kind of like, uh Yeah. Like, like, look, like real sad look and stuff. It's just like some of the comment, some of the jokes in here are good. Yeah. And some of the other jokes are like, they're still funny. But it doesn't make sense with Thor's character. Like that one joke, I I would love it if it was any other character, but since it was Thor, I didn't like the joke. But he's telling he's telling a story about how Loki tricked him when he was a kid. Mm-hmm. And he's like, and Loki turned into a snake. And oh, he's I like, like that joke. He, he's, actually. I didn't like it because it was Thor telling me. Yeah. I'm like, this is not how Those Thor. The ones I did like. This is not how Thor talks. Because yeah. he's sitting here and he's like, he's like, and Thor t- and Loki turned into a snake, and he knew I like snakes, and he grabbed it, <laughs> and he's like, and he switched back. He's like, yeah, it's me, and I was like, yeah, <laughs> like, like it's funny. Yeah, it is funny, <laughs> but to me, it doesn't land because it's thor telling it and that's not how thor talks yeah right so i was like it just took me out of it completely i think i think this movie is a prime example of the fact that comedy there's an old adage old adage however you want to say it where comedy is all about timing Mm -hmm. and this movie doesn't time it right because they just have it happening all the time Mm -hmm. so like yeah guardians of the galaxy they have at least in the first one or in the second one for me they have timing to the jokes like it and and there's a lot of jokes all throughout it but there's but it, but it has comedic timing. Yeah, there's comedic timing to it. There's pacing to it. Yeah. Just just like a dramatic story that you're telling, there's a certain pace that you need to 
figure out mm-hmm. so the audience enjoys it. Yeah, right. And with this one, Thor Ragnarok, it doesn't feel like there's a pace to the comedy. Mm-hmm. It just feels like they have this comedy button and they fucking hold it down the whole yeah. time. And they're like, just keep writing. Yeah. And they're like, just holding down the comedy button the whole time. And it's like, are we done? All right, we held it down for two hours. <laughs> yeah. We got 120 pages, two hours of a movie. We're done. And like, the, I was just like, okay. All right. took, they took one of those like, hundred jokes for kids books and they're just like oh that's a pretty good one <laughs> like, hey there's anus through, in here like, did you guys oh, see that there's anus yeah. let's say anus God. let's have one one scene Thor say hey some people call me a mushroom because I'm a real fun guy <laughs> let's write that in there <laughs> oh man Thor's hilarious um I like I like when Bruce Banner oh, has to wear man. Tony Stark's clothes yeah that's pretty funny. He's like, where's his pants so tight? Yeah, he's like pulling he's like, the crotch. Fixing the crotch, yeah. <laughs> and then the one, uh, the one joke where he comes in and Thor's like trying to get access to the Quinjet. Mm-hmm. He's like, strongest Avenger, God of Thunder. And then he said, this is the one that I actually cracked up laughing at. And he was like, uh, point break. Point break. And it was like, access granted. Yeah. I like died. Because I remember that from back in like the first movie yeah. where he calls him like point break because the long yeah the long hair looks like you yeah. a surfer yeah um, i fucking cracked up laughing and then bruce banner comes <laughs> in and he's like <laughs> what is he he's like it's uh, like welcome uh bruce banner the strongest strongest avenger, avenger. And he's like what and Thor's like oh really <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was pretty good um it, i it was unfortunate that we didn't i understand that hulk is uh i'm kind of almost done talking about this but yeah. <laughs> uh the one one more thought that I had. I it's cool that Hulk is so like an interesting character, but he's like super strong and like really hard to like defeat. Mm-hmm. And I'm annoyed that this has happened twice in the Marvel movies where Hulk is here and they have a he's a legitimate threat and he's like fighting someone and Avengers Age of Ultron he's fighting Iron Man because he's under the influence from Scarlet Witch. And in this movie he's fighting Thor because reasons i guess like i don't fucking know like battle because of gladiators like he's still i don't know know. (laughs) so they didn't have a reason for that but then also each fight ends with like it it finishes without a resolution Mm -hmm. like as much as you may hate it bbs has a real resolution to that fight they are fighting and bruce stands over superman about to kill him with a kryptonite spear and superman uses his dying last breath to say Martha, you got to save Martha. He's worried about it. Like he's worried about his mom. He's got, mm-hmm. he's like, save Martha. And so Bruce is like, why did you say Like, what the fuck? Who is Martha? What the fuck are you talking about? And then they have that moment and it's like, and Lois comes in, Hey, it's my mom, whatever. And so the fight stops. That is an ending to the fight. And then you've got an Avengers age of Ultron and you've got, uh, I mean, it happens in Captain America civil war too. You've got Tony beating the shit out of Captain America and Captain America, not giving up and beating the shit out of Tony. Mm-hmm. And that ends because like, t- like Captain America slams the fucking shield down into Tony's like Iron Man's chest, mm-hmm. fucks up his suit and then fucks gets out of there. Yeah, yeah. F- he fucks it up and he bounces. Mm-hmm. Like that's a res- resolution to the fight. Thor is such a strong character that for mm-hmm. some reason, no one knows how to make him lose. So in Avengers Age of Ultron and in this, both movies end with a punch or both fight scenes end with a punch with it not being resolved. In Avengers Age of Ultron, he's fighting uh, Iron Man. Hulk there. Hulk, yeah, Hulk yeah, is yeah. fighting Iron Man because 
Like Hulk is hard to you know defeat. He's the fucking Hulk. So they're flying. He should be around. undefeatable because he gets hurt. He just gets angrier and he it, gets stronger. That's the thing. Yeah. And so like he's no a big one fucking cheat. Character. Yeah. So no one knows how to end those scenes. So like in the scenes in Avengers: Age of Ultron, for example, him and Iron Man are fighting, and they're like Iron Man like flies them up into the sky, drives them back down through the building that's like still being built, mm-hmm. and then Hulk like gets up and looks around. And he's like really. Like he's dizzy and stuff and he sees people coming around pointing guns at him. And then you see Iron Man's fist come out of nowhere and punch him. Mm-hmm. And that's the end of the fight. I think it was that. I thought he was looking around at all the destruction that it caused and he had like a break in conscience for a second. He, he might've, yeah. but like the thing is, is like, he still just takes another punch. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then it's just, like the end of the scene cuts to black. Yeah. Which yeah. should have made him angrier, but yeah. instead it cuts to black and that's the end of the fight. Yeah. And then you have in this movie, Thor gets knocked down on the ground and Hulk jumps up. And then comes down to f- punch him, and Thor like holds up his hand, and it cuts to black. Blacks out, yeah. Like Thor is just. And they like, do that shit a few times. They, I mean, they in did this, it especially in this, in this movie a few times. But with Hulk, particularly in the Marvel universe, with Hulk's character, they keep doing that because it seems like they don't know what the fuck to do mm-hmm. with them. They're like, "Yeah, we can have a lot of fun with this, and we'll put Hulk in a fight." Right. But it's like they don't know how to end the fight. Right. Exactly. <laughs> They're like, mm-hmm. uh, like if Hulk's a good guy, we could just have him smash it until the smash him until the bad guy stops moving, and that's the end of the fight. Yeah. If he's fighting another good guy, we don't know how to end this. So just throw a punch and cut to black. And like, I just, I just wish they'd get more like creative. Logan did tastefully. What do you mean? Like, I mean, also is because. He was like old and sick, but like you have this character who has a healing ability, and they found out how to write oh. away in the script. It's like, oh no, like we're gonna tastefully write it to how he does get the shit beat out no, of yeah, him yeah, and yeah, stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah, you know, with Hulk, you have to be Hulk. That's why Hulk doesn't really work well as a main character in a movie. They yeah. tried a couple times. Yeah, because he's such a hard character to write without just making a full-on monster movie. Yeah, yeah, you know, because you have to kind of write around like him basically being one of the biggest, more than Superman or Wolverine or anything. He is the biggest fucking cheat character because they've had comics where I think he's one of the only comic characters that really hasn't died until recently. Bruce Banner got killed. Yeah, he is. He is. Uh, now, um, yeah. Right. But for years he didn't. There's a part where they threw the Hulk into the sun and he adapted <laughs> like he, he had his lung, lungs adapted. And he started breathing in the sun. It's like Jesus. the fuck. Like, it's literally a person that the more damage it takes, the more angry it gets and the no, stronger yeah. it gets. Yeah, so you have to ride around yeah, it. And that's such an annoying thing to do. He's ridiculously overpowered. So I'm not like blaming the yeah. writers or anything. Mm-hmm. It's just like, I get that it's a hard character to ride around. I was just, I wish someone would figure it out. No, yeah. No, no. And, no, they, I, I and they really, yeah. ha- they really haven't yet. So it's, yeah. it's another one of those things where I'm like, oh, they're just, okay. Mm-hmm. So we'll see what happens in like, Infinity Wars or yeah. whatever. But <laughs> yeah. I mean, other than that, it's a, you know, it's not a Hulk movie. It's a Thor movie. So the focus was mainly on him and he's a new King of Asgard. Uh, he is. And he has eye patch like Odin yeah, now. And he has eye patch, which yeah. I, I thought was cool. Yeah, like what is he going to do for a weapon? He doesn't have Mjolnir anymore. I, I think I thought, I thought the promotional material for Avengers stuff, does he have a new hammer? He looks like the ultimate hammer. Oh, okay. What's the like, difference? It has like, it, like, it's like a hammer on one side, but like the other side looks almost like an axe kind of oh, thing. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Why w- is Hela only able to destroy the hammer because she's the god of death? So she killed the hammer or something? I don't know. It happened. <laughs> sure. It happened because of movie. Yeah. <laughs> there seems to be a lot of because that movie. movie. <laughs> there, there, yeah. there seems to be a lot of that. Um, is that it? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, just do the award goes to. Okay. What would you give your award to in this movie? 
Uh, Hang on a second. Let me, let me take a sip real quick. Hang on. Get ready for your. Get ready for your thing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. um, good to go what I'm, would you what would you give the award I'm to? gonna go to Mark Mothersbach Mark Mothersbach yeah the, uh, of Devo the, the the music oh okay so the original score yeah, was in there I'm gonna the score yeah that's, that's good <laughs> yeah um fuck I'm just gonna I'm just gonna give it to Valkyrie I, uh, <laughs> okay. it's mainly just that one scene too it's just that scene where it, it looks so like I would want a poster of that. Yeah. Just of the Pegasi on the, like oh, the riding on, in, riding in and taking on Hella and her just like being on the, like, it looked fucking epic as shit. So. Yeah, for sure. Um, it is the best Thor movie out of three. Yeah. Which is, that's not, not saying much. It is not saying they're the much. weaker, the weakest they ones. They always are. Yeah. yeah so. Iron Man has unfortunately taken a hit too. Like three and two and three were not good. Oh, I love three. I didn't like two. Oh yeah, that's right. You, you like three. I don't like uh, the first one. I also love Shane Black. Like. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, the Captain America is by far, you know, the best solo movies they have. Oh yeah, on. for sure. <laughs> um, that are guardians, but I think that's a group movie. Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah. Uh, so that's it for Thor Ragnarok. Um, <laughs> if you like Marvel, I guess go see it. <laughs> yeah, you can't this far. <laughs> go see it. You know, a bunch of it's going to get referenced in a movie. Yeah, like one of the next movies. So. Everything's going to cross over, so it's all it's all connected. So you got you got to go see it. Um, yep. <laughs> I mean, just keep on. You just got to keep on seeing these. You know, the movies are like the sun; just eventually burn out <laughs> once it gains a certain amount of mass. Yeah, we just have to keep on it's watching them until then. On yeah, we're it's, gonna have a movie black. We're almost hole. twenty. It's coming. Like, <laughs> like they're starting to be like, oh shit! Like our contracts are running up and our casts are getting older. We have to Jeez. like make a new group, and then we have to start doing new stories and find new yep. threats and. Let's just go back to movies being movies. Like these are all fun and everything like yeah. that, but like none of them are really like. It's gotten to the point where a bunch of them are just like not sticking with me. So yeah, it's kind of whatever. I feel that. Yeah. Uh, so that's our thoughts on Thor Ragnarok. Mm-hmm. What do you have for you get a recommendation this week? Because we uh, we didn't have an ep- well we had an episode last week, but we didn't record last week, mm-hmm. so our last episode didn't have like a news and recommendation. That was our Halloween special Stranger Things season one review. Yeah. So uh, it's been two weeks since we've gotten together. And well, record. I watched Stranger Things season two, which I think we'll probably talk a little bit more after you finish the season. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I wouldn't be opposed to like dedicating an episode to it. Probably sure. just talking about the whole season. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we may have to do that before I go to uh, New York because I'll be in New York the same weekend as Justice League comes out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Put that out for that weekend or something. But, yeah. um, yeah, uh, so I would I would recommend that, but we'll talk more about that later. Um, so instead, uh, been you know we were busy this past weekend, so I'm just doing a recommendation. Essentially, since by the time this episode comes out, it's already going to be over. Uh-huh. Um, but I'm just going to say I went to Halloween Horror Nights, and um, just going to save my couple favorite houses. And if y'all went and you want to sound off what your favorite houses were then yeah that's I'm, fine <laughs> not, yeah i've never been to it before i like i know a couple people that went this year really? it sounds like it's a lot of fun but yeah yeah it's I, just fun. I like I it been yet. i just like all the artistic stuff that goes into making it and yeah. the sets and like the makeup and costumes and everything is always really cool definitely even though you know i mean i'm at that point like i'm walking around you know usually scare actors the scare zones don't really run after me at all uh-huh. they tar- they're targeting like girls and stuff yeah. like that it's like oh we're gonna target those three guys they're tattooed you know walking around and <laughs> probably, stuff. probably won't get through to them yeah so. but like you know go through like the houses and stuff like that seeing all the stuff they put in there and all the effort and artistic qualities they put in is great uh but yeah my my favorite houses this year were uh 
um the reaping which is a scarecrow house yeah um really really well done um his original house um the original houses are always more creative Mm -hmm. like going through the ones that are based off of existing properties is like kind of just like you go through rooms they're like oh yeah remember this scene remember this you know whatever like the shining was really good this year and stuff it's like oh yeah yeah, i'm seeing all you know the shining stuff i have a couple of co-workers that like went to this yeah tell me about one or two of them yeah yeah but the reaping is really cool um there's even like a room where there's like a scare actor in there you're just walking through and there's like crows they just like these crows all up on these like rafters and you're just feeling like these little drops hit you (laughs) where it's just like they're dropping water you know but you're like oh my god they're shitting (laughs) that's pretty funny um you know and there's like one scarecrow that's hidden like a haystack yeah and like but his costume is made of hay so it just like pops out and looks like the hay comes at you so that was was really well done effect that's funny um i really like that one um i really enjoyed the ash versus the evil dead house just because i'm a pretty big evil dead fan of course yeah um and i really liked uh uh the hive there's a which is the other original house um which is like a uh nest of vampires in a house but they're all like nosferatu-esque so they're all like oh, bald okay. and like you know have like the pointy ears they look more yeah. like creatures and stuff isn't there like a house that is like is set in like a swamp or something uh or? in a boat in, in oh, a okay. ship it's, it's like called a... dead waters okay and okay. it's like in a sunken like ship is that one any good yeah yeah all, yeah all of them are great there's only one bad one this year and that really? was the saw house oh the okay. saw house was the only one that kind of sucked yeah like we were able to get through all the houses and a couple of them like two times mm-hmm. so we went through the hive reaping and asher's evil dead twice but all of them were really good this i would year. assume the saw one just probably sucks because as usual like even with the movies they're not horror it's just like torture porn yeah stuff, it's torture so. porn so you walk through and just see the different traps but if you like hit the room too late then you don't see the trap properly huh um and it was just i don't know there wasn't that many scares or it wasn't as inventive or anything like that they tried it's just whatever yeah the shining house was really really well done um it's pretty long the american horror story was really long house really well done oh okay it was based off the second season of asylum the third season coven and the last season roanoke oh okay um because last year there was a house also which had a little bit of asylum and coven in it but it was mainly focused on freak show and hotel. Oh, uh, gotcha. Um, and, and murder house, which is the Ooh, first yeah. season. Yeah, I like yeah, murder house. Yeah, it's like the only uh, American horse story I like. Yeah, uh, with rape ghost. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, rape rape ghost coast yep. to coast. Um, That's a good one. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, all, all the houses are really solid. So um, if y'all, if any of y'all went and uh, you had a house that you really enjoyed or something like yeah. that then sound hit off us, hit us up and let's let us know what you thought of it yeah um and then i love the trick-or-treat scare zone of course because sammy was everywhere oh did they have one for that yeah it was a scare zone it was on the bridge and it was oh, all like oh, trick-or-treat okay. that's pretty cool yeah nice um so my recommendation stuff you know like you just said we'll talk about stranger things later that just came out last week we're sure everyone's watching it mm-hmm. uh, if you got any stuff you want to email in like i'm sure everyone's watching stranger things so email in or whatever facebook us let let us know what you think of it try to keep it you know it's only been out for a week try to keep it spoiler free um i i ran until i didn't really have anything spoiled for me online but I, yeah yeah it's actually yeah there, there really hasn't been any spoilers on, yeah. online at all. i've, I've seen a couple things and because i'm only five episodes into it mm-hmm. since i was out of town last weekend i didn't really get to watch it right when it came out yeah, and then i went back it. to work mm-hmm. and so yeah I, ha- I haven't finished it yet but what, what i've seen of i've liked um supergirls did i already talk about supergirl yeah super i already <laughs> talked about supergirl being back i think it's a uh, solid 
awesome. Good stuff going on with it. Uh, the Walking Dead is back on. It's better than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> I was super pissed off with the last season and had lost a lot of faith in The Walking Dead. And then season episode one came back on and it was... It brought back a character from the first season, right? They just did in the, the last episode, Spoiler yeah. Alert, I guess. There's not, yeah, there's not really a twist for it. There's a... Uh, there's a character named uh, it's it's the Mexican guy named Morales. 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 So it's yeah. like him and his fa- family in the fir- the ending of the first season where they're like, we have some family out west. Like everyone else is going to the CDC, mm-hmm. and he's like, now we're gonna go out west. We've got family out there. Yeah, going and they're like, shit. Okay, man, we'll be careful. And so that was back in 2010. Mm-hmm. So it was like eight seasons ago, mm-hmm. and he actually just showed up again without his family or anything. So he's a ravager. What were they called? They're called the. Uh, it's the saviors. Saviors. Yeah, yeah. He's he's part of the saviors. Negan's group. He's mm-hmm. he's part of, or at least it's seeming like he he was only in it for a second. Yeah, so right. we don't really know what's up. But uh, it was at the end of the episode. Um, it's proven to be really good so far, though. They have like some moments where like like it's they can't figure out what they're focusing on yet and so they've got like some parts going on where it's like why is this character doing this and why is this happening this way and i actually i've been checking a lot on like the walking dead subreddit and i've seen a lot of people referring to it as a as plot armor and it's like yeah it doesn't happen because the plot says it's not gonna happen that way that's how the the writers wrote it and i'm like oh okay well yeah that's kind of seen because there was one thing in particular that happened that was like yeah, that definitely kind of seems like something else should have happened and it didn't. But uh, everything else has been okay. Rick's got his like he's got his attitude back, so he's it's all out war. They're fighting against Negan and everything. Negan's Jeffrey Dean Morgan coming out doing good as Negan, cracking cracking jokes. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> there, there's a really there's like a really funny joke where he's like, like he he delivers what Negan would say like really good. And AMC is really pretty decent at working around like like Negan's main thing in the comics is that he says the F bomb a lot. Yeah, so it'll be like fuck and fuck, lot. fuck. Yeah. Like so of course that won't fly on AMC. Mm-hmm. So AMC has a really good workaround where they just like make him talk about other shit the whole time mm-hmm. and be really vulgar and stuff. And so there's a good joke in the season premiere of season eight where Rick and them like roll up on the sanctuary, like uh, Negan's like place and they all have like guns pointed and they're like, Negan come out now with the people. And if they give up, we'll let them, you know, we'll take them and no one will get hurt and blah, blah, blah. And Negan, <laughs> Negan comes out with his like five people. And he's like, he's like, I ain't coming out there. I ain't bringing my people. Like I ain't putting myself at risk just so me and you can play a game of whose dick is bigger. <laughs> we already know who's it's me. Like, he, <laughs> like he's got, that, it's like really good. Like yeah, they're, right. They're, they get what Negan is about without having to drop F bomb the yeah, whole time. Right. And so like they're making it like that. It, the, the writing with Negan is most of the time really good. There's some stuff that is he still that, fucking everybody's wife. Yeah. He still has, the, yeah. he still has the multiple wives. Yeah. yeah. They're, they're in there and he definitely uh, makes stuff about that and makes jokes about that in like season seven. Um, but season eight has started out. It started out pretty strong. They, they do this like nonlinear thing where they they show some like what can only be guessed as like flash forwards and stuff, and they're pretty jarring for a couple of seconds. But at the end of the episode, you're like, oh, okay, and I mean, we'll just we'll see what happens. All right. <laughs> so, but that um, so I mean, if you're interested in The Walking Dead, I'm 
I'm to the point now with The Walking Dead where I do the same thing I'm doing with Marvel, where it's like I'm so far in it that, of course, I'm going to watch the new one because I'm already in it. That's so all they I'm want. Just, yeah, like, I'm good. just going it's to keep watching it. I don't care it. if you like yourself while you yeah. do it. <laughs> Even though with The Walking Dead, I have a small like hope that things can be good. And thankfully, in the last two episodes that have happened, for the majority, it's been like, oh, thank God. It's like mm. good again mm. for a second. So. There's good stuff in that. Um, so besides that, with The Walking Dead, I don't, I've also uh, haven't watched a lot of it, but I've seen a new show on Netflix called American Vandals. Mm. Have you seen that? Mm-mm. It's this fucking hilarious parody, satire, joke, mockumentary that's in the vein of like making a murderer. <laughs> so it's like true crime stuff, uh-huh. and it's like told real. Like the part, the part that makes it so funny is that it's told with a completely serious face and a completely serious tone. And so like, even the intro is like dramatic music playing and like showing what's going on. And it's told from a kid who's in AV club at the high school. And he's trying to solve the case of who spray painted dicks on the teacher's car. (laughs) It is is fucking hilarious. American vandals. American vandals. It is fucking hilarious. That's great. And like, they just like, they're just going around and they like at one point you see them like drawing on a map and uh-huh. so it does like the computer generated map and it has like all the cars in the parking lot and just <laughs> dicks on them everywhere and they're like if he would have started here how many cars would he would he, would he have covered and painted, painted enough dicks on before someone caught him <laughs> and then there's like another joke where they're like comparing dicks and they're like wait a minute he couldn't have drawn them this dick is bigger you see this one it's got ball hairs. The ones on the cars don't have ball hairs. And they're like, oh my God, I can't believe I didn't see it before. (laughs) It is so fucking good. I've only seen like two episodes of it. It's fucking incredible. It's a, it's a TV show on it. It's like making a murderer, but it's called American Vandals. And it's, so far about dicks <laughs> it's pretty good that's all i want to hear yeah about dicks. uh if anyone's interested in that speaking of dicks real quick <laughs> um was uh, i went to spooky empire horror convention oh, okay and uh, uh i went by vinegar syndrome's booth vinegar syndrome is one of the uh companies that are putting out grindhouse movie releases yeah and I, I I got stuff from them before at Grindhouse Video in Tampa. Oh, okay. It's just like a, all kinds of exploitation horror movies. Like they sort of just went into a bigger space actually down there. Hmm. Um, so they just keep on building. Um, but Vinegar Syndrome is one of the one of the distributors. They distribute their uh, production stuff also, and they just get like the old prints and then they like put on Blu-ray. They you know put on DVDs and Blu-rays oh, okay. of like yeah. old nineteen seventies exploitation films and stuff. Yeah. Um, so I was talking to them or whatever. And uh, I'm a big Cameron Mitchell fan. Cameron Mitchell is like this uh, one B-movie actor. He's a real fascinating guy um, because like at one point he was worked with like Howard Hawks and Orson Welles and all these like different people. Huh. Uh, his movies with like John Wayne and Marilyn Monroe and all kinds of stuff. He's okay. a really great actor. Then he started doing like exploitation and stuff. And then he went bankrupt before that. He went bankrupt twice, Jeez. actually, like Holy during like crap. the 60s, 70s. Okay. And then like... As the career went on, he was just in more and more schlock, and more schlock. <laughs> yeah. And then, like in his later on movies, he's just drunk in them all the time. <laughs> like he's clearly drunk in his movies and stuff. <laughs> okay. And uh, there's this one movie I think it's called Dixie. Um, it's around here somewhere. But um, they're like, oh yeah, so it's uh, like oh well, because I was looking at their table, I'm like, I mistook one movie for Cameron Mitchell being it, but it was actually Aldo Ray that was in it. And I was trying to remember who was in it. It's like, but we do have this other Cameron Mitchell movie called, uh, 
Dixie. Like what is like? Oh, it's a softcore porno that he didn't know that he was <laughs> oh starring God. in. It's like so. We, so he didn't know that he signed off for. It's like basically just like a softcore porno. <laughs> oh my god! And he's like, he plays an alcoholic police lieutenant. <laughs> I'm ninety percent sure. Like he just showed up drunk. So they're just like, oh, he's an alcoholic lieutenant. So it's him not knowing that he's in this porno and he's just drunk the oh whole my time. God. And they're like, oh, we actually have it with us. And like, how much is it? like ten bucks? I'm like sold. So I bought the softcore porno that has that has Cameron Mitchell as a drunken. Oh my god! <laughs> what is he like? Like, so what is he doing? It like he just shows up drunk. And yeah, yeah, I guess it's is it like, like after he leaves, people have sex or something. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Um, it's incredible. Here. Um, private investigator Nick Papadopoulos, played by John Leslie, has a problem. There's a corpse of a beautiful woman, oh Juliet Anderson, on the floor of his office. As he explains his case to an alcoholic lieutenant, Cameron <laughs> Mitchell, a strange story of blackmail, mystery, and murder unfolds, all centered on an en- enigmatic movie star, Dixie Ray, played by Lisa <laughs> Deliu. Athy Spinelli's big-budget W-2 era set noir ranks as one of the last truly ambitious X-rated movies oh ever God. made. With an all-star cast that also features Kelly Nichols, Veronica Hart, and Samantha Fox. The film was released in both X and R-rated versions, both of which are presented here fully restored from the original 35mm oh negatives. Oh my God. Let me, let me see this. <laughs> Dixie Ray, Hollywood oh my star. God. <laughs> I need to borrow this after you. This is incredible. I'm going to have to watch this. Oh my God. <laughs> That's amazing. So it's just like, like, it's just like naked women on the back. <laughs> vinegar syndrome. It's like, it's clearly a porno. <laughs> so I'm just going to fast forward through the sex and just watch drunk Cameron Mitchell, not thinking that he's in an actual movie. Oh my God. And just being too drunk to realize what he's in. It's incredible. Yeah. Oh man. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> all right on that note um oh i didn't do uh so the past two episodes i forgot to do lost update with megan yeah she's pretty far into it because i just forgot <laughs> um, uh, uh yeah she's um she's still on season three i think she's she's getting let's see let me let me get into uh she hates the character Sawyer, but loves uh, the nicknames he has for people. There's, there's like he just like comes up with like he calls a fat guy Kong at one point, and he like calls uh, Kate like her like her popular Slut. name is like Freckles. Oh. Like he calls her Freckles a lot. Uh, uh, so she's she doesn't like it. He's my favorite character. I'm hoping she he has a really interesting arc because he starts out as a douchebag and like becomes like a really like he's a good guy underneath and it takes like a lot of seasons to kind of find that out. But he, he's really cool. She also <laughs> she also said re- something really on the nose that I was like, yeah, Megan. Yeah. Where she was like, I never noticed how much religious undertones there are in this show. No. I'm like, yeah, like it, the whole show is kind of about a, about like good versus evil and stuff. Like there's actually I was telling her there's a really good scene in season at the end of season four, the end of season five, where there's three characters talking. And it is to me, I've never heard the writers or directors or anyone say anything. But to me, that scene has always been an explicit metaphor of god satan and humanity mm-hmm. so like in the in the in the scene one character represents god one represents satan one represents humanity and like it's this whole idea of like satan uh 
motivating humanity to re- rebel back against God, even though like humanity is there to like serve God like this, this whole idea and like multiple religions you have where like humanity is there like for God and stuff. Right. And this is really interesting. Like if you watch it through that lens, I think it's a really, really incredible scene and uh, she'll, she'll get there eventually. But to answer her question, yes, there is very much <laughs> religious undertones in this show. <laughs> uh and they're it's not even like, it's like mother yeah yeah kind of like <laughs> it gets very that's what i was gonna say it's like it gets so much so where it's not even really considered undertones it's just yeah. it's there and you can definitely tell um i feel like i've already said like did i say some of this before let's see i don't think so uh john she think john Locke is crazy he's the bald guy mm-hmm. and like he's like i'm here to protect the island like he's a fucking crazy dude but he's awesome uh, she found a guy with the eye patch that is going into the Dharma Initiative stations. So she's like fully in the Dharma Initiative season right now, where like they're going around finding all these different stations and like what the Dharma Initiative means. Uh, I can't say too much because I'm not exactly sure where she is with it, but I think for all intents and purposes, she has discovered that the Dharma Initiative is in fact a scientific team that came to the island to do research. Mm. And so they had multiple stations set up for multiple experience experiments they were doing. So she's finding that out. Um, and she found out that two people, uh, two of the main characters, Claire and Jack, it's a really interesting twist, but uh, two of the characters, Claire and Jack, are half-siblings, and they don't know it. Oh, you wow. actually You actually end up, they're two random strangers that happen to be on the same flight, mm-hmm. and they're half-siblings, and neither one of them knows it. And you find, the audience finds out through a flashback that they do, mm. where, like, you see one of the characters and that is in one of the, one of the character's stories, uh, their, like, dad is, like, you see him going to visit the other character. And so, like, you see the dad, the dad is, like, the connecting moment right, between the sure. two characters. And, like, that's how you're, like, oh, fuck, like, he's her dad, but, like, his dad, all, like, that's crazy. And they don't even know when they're on the same island together. Right, like, yeah. right. So it's, like, a whole crazy thing, um... So yeah, she just found that out. Now that I think that's it. Um, yep. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't bother asking her over the past week because I didn't re- do a report for the past two weeks. So I still had shit from. So, so this is this is from two weeks ago. So oh, she's wow, probably okay. she's probably even further in it now. Yeah. So uh, I'll have to hit her up. Or she's just like I quit. Yeah. <laughs> she's like I gave up. And she's like you didn't you didn't talk about me on the podcast, so I gave up. <laughs> um. Yeah. So that's update Megan. Update a lost update with Megan. With Megan. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so well, she's she's getting there eventually. Yeah. Um, that's it. Right on. Yeah, that's it. Okay. Um, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, you can email us at and the award goes to podcast at gmail dot com. Mm-hmm. That's and the award goes to podcast all one word at gmail dot com. Mm-hmm. We're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. Mm-hmm. You can listen to our episodes through whatever thing you use, podcasting thing iTunes, uh, SoundCloud. iTunes, SoundCloud. Looking to Spotify. Yeah, well, the Spotify. I know they like you can play podcasts through it, but do they host podcasts? I've never. Yeah, I, th- I think I think they just started that not too long. Oh, ago. okay. Yeah. I'll, have to, I'll have to look into that. Mm-hmm. See how it gets uh, subscribed. Maybe we have to put our RSS feed or something mm-hmm. on there. I know there's also I don't know how it helps, um, but I know there's reviews you can do on iTunes. I don't know how many of you actually listen to us through iTunes out there. Uh, I <laughs> how like, many want to give us one star? <laughs> yeah, if you want to go do a review or write a review on iTunes, you can find us on there. It's in the award goes to. Uh, you can write something, I guess. In an episode, they use the term retard, and I found it very offensive. <laughs> yeah. You can uh, go back and talk about that. Um, 
you can it's like a i don't know how i don't use itunes does anyone do you use itunes yeah. to listen to your podcast mm-hmm. oh okay because I, I don't have an iphone so i use like yeah. my app is called like podcast addict oh, right? really? i use that yeah i use I just, itunes oh, okay yeah. so if you have an iphone or itunes uh you can go look at that stuff you can also follow us on soundcloud even though like i don't think anyone really uses like we <laughs> use soundcloud as the hosting site yeah right. so all soundcloud is just the delivery site we use to get everything else out there mm-hmm. but you can follow us on there you can like us on facebook and all that shit um i think that's it so next week we're seeing hopefully three billboards outside of ebbing missouri which is the weirdest fucking name of her it's, for a, movie. it's a long title but it looks like it's gonna be a good movie yeah, it looks really like a good movie it's... it's our great reviews early mar mcdonald is the uh director um this is his third feature um in bruges and in bruges and seven psychopaths are both amazing films if you've never seen them check them out they're both black comedy crime films oh okay Cool. And this one looks to be kind of in the same vein. It looks like it has a crime element to it. Yeah, and, yeah, it definitely, definitely does. looks like a darker comedy as well. Yeah. But those two are both like black comedy. Like, who's um, who's the lady? Is? It's like Frances, Mc- Frances McDormand. Yeah. Joel Cohen's wife. Yep. Um, She's the main character. She's the main character. I guess that her... Writing stuff on... Yeah, something happened to her something. daughter or son or something like that. And they, they never, like, justice never found for them or anything like that. So yeah. the police, she's like, the police don't give a fuck and... Yeah, put so these billboards and stuff. And <laughs> yeah, she's in a Woody Harrelson, Sam Rockwell. You know, oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So. Yeah. So that'll probably be our episode for that week, mm-hmm. and then we'll have to figure out what to do for the week after that. Because you're going to be Stranger Things season two. Yeah, because the week after Justice after, League. Yeah, we're going. We're going to do Justice League, but it won't be the weekend it comes out because you'll be out of town. Yeah. So. Yeah. We'll figure that out. Um, but for this week, that's it. Yeah. So go see Thor Ragnarok or, or don't. Yeah, whatever. Uh, it doesn't matter. <laughs> doesn't matter. Yeah. Life is pointless. We all die anyway. Yeah, it doesn't <laughs> It's a vicious cycle. Yep. All right. We'll see you next week. Yes. Bye. Bye. Uh,